Noisemakers and party poppers, countdowns and resolutions, you are now tuned into the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Jen Diz. And that's Mike TV. Today, we'll be rewinding the clock and our podcast throughout 2021 back to some of our favorite games and activities, including a That's So 90s quiz, Imagineering trivia, and a fun newlywed game show. Happy New Year! Here we are, Jen, our final episode of 2021. Oh, my gosh. Yay. Is that a good or I a mean... bad thing? I don't know. <laughs> I am ready to kiss this year a goodbye. Um, Seriously. Lots of good times, but also just ready to get over with. So One for the books. Um, however, the podcast has been one of the best things. So speaking of some of the good things that happened in 2021, um, I went back and pulled a bunch of fun clips for us, specifically um, some of our games and activities and silly moments, especially some of the ones where we had special guests. So I'm going to run those by you. We're going to listen to them. We're going to reflect back on 2021 and we're going to have a good time with our listeners. Sweet. So this very first one, this is going to take us all the way back to Valentine's Day 2021, which definitely feels like a Aww. long time ago, right? Yeah, it feels like years, even though it wasn't. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Episode 19, which was called So This Is Love. Do you happen to remember what kind of game we did that day? I do. Um, it was a newlywed game. Boom, yeah. All right, so we're going to take a listen <laughs> to our clip with our friends Nick and Joey, who came onto the show to tell us about their uh, proposal experience that they had over at Disney World but I pulled that favorite part of ours where they have a game of newlywed wet wet the dating game newlywed show style I guess is what we'll say where you have to guess what the other person would have said if you knew their answer and here it is so we want to see how in sync you guys really are because uh, it sounds like you are. Uh, so we're going to play a little game. It's the Disney Holics version of the newlywed game, Valentine's Edition. And so we asked Joey a bunch of questions in advance. And Nick, we're going to see if you're able to answer the same questions that Joey answered and guess his answers. Are you ready? Oh boy, I'm ready. Okay, so Nick, the first question we asked Joey was, what is Joey's favorite Disney couple in an animated film? Oh boy, okay. I think his favorite couple... Okay, I've narrowed it down to, to three couples. It's either <laughs> Flynn and Rapunzel, either Ariel and Eric, or Tiana and... Naveen. I'm going to go with Flynn and Rapunzel. That's it. You got it. All Yay! right. Yay! Okay. We're one for one. Um, nice job. Who is Joey's? Those probably would have been my top three. <laughs> 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 Thank you. He knew the top three also. Wow. Uh, bonus. Triple points. 
Bonus point. Um, yeah. So Nick, what? Who is Joey's favorite Disney villain? That would be Ursula. No. Oh. Oh, nope. Don't take it yes, back. You already got it right. That would be Ursula. That would you be got Ursula. it right. <laughs> um, Joey, well, tell us why. For a second, I thought it was Maleficent, <laughs> but no. Oh. Uh, Joey, why Ursula? You know, I loved The Little Mermaid growing up like so much that the VCR ate my VHS type <laughs> <laughs> like that bad. Also showing my age here with the, with the VHS. Um, and that know. like I crunchy always... plastic cover that you yeah. open and close. Yes, like you open it up and you gotta like wind it. Yeah, I don't know. I loved The Little Mermaid growing up, and I just always loved Ursula, and it's just carried with me. You do really well she's singing. I, I would say too. she's probably my favorite. Oh, are you gonna she sing a little porn, fortunate souls for us right now? <laughs> that might be another <laughs> no. episode, not this one. <laughs> All right, so Nick, we asked. Um, <laughs> I think I messed this up, but here we're going to go with it anyways. We asked Joey what his favorite Disneyland attraction is. Disneyland attraction. Favorite Disneyland attraction. Um It's either going to be either going to be the Matterhorn, Big Thunder Mountain or Space Mountain. I'm going to go with Space Mountain. First of all, I I appreciate that you you speak your talk, your thought process out loud so we can <laughs> go on that journey with you. But you got this one wrong for the first one. I'm sorry. All first, three? First all three wrong? No, one of them was right. It was right, Big Joey? Thunder. It was Big Thunder. Oh, I was so close. And we've talked about this before, actually. I know. But see, well, the, the, do you remember why this is my favorite ride? No. So we used to live in Southern California in those damn Disneyland commercials of the people riding Big Thunder in slow motion in slow motion going through and every time I watch those commercials I just say this is why I love Disneyland like it just reminds me of my happy place and that's what I feel like when I'm riding that ride that's cute clearly I did not remember that that's cute I love that it is one of those rides where it it like captures all of it because it's not like you can see Space Mountain on a commercial if if they filmed it um <laughs> All right, so you got one wrong, but you're still um, getting a lot of other ones right. So the next question we asked Joey was, "What is his favorite Disney California adventure attraction?" Okay, I'm 100 percent confident in this one. Um, Radiator Springs Racers. Yeah, that's correct. Um, and it's it's one of the newer-ish rides. Uh, Joey, what do you love about that ride? I don't know. I like the theming of it for sure. I like that it's a thrill ride and a bit of a story. I mean, Disney always does a great job of telling a story, and I feel like um, you get a little bit of both—a little bit of thrill, a little bit of story—and that's what I love about it. Nice. Yeah, it has a good combo of like everything Imagineers have done before at that time: like dark ride, thrill ride, story, a good cue. We love a good cue. All right, so the next question we asked Joey is, what is his favorite Walt Disney World park? Nick, what do you think he said? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I don't think it's Magic Kingdom, (laughs) because I know you like Disneyland better, so I don't think you'd say that. I don't think it's the studios. I'm going to go with Epcot, because Joey likes to eat. (laughs) <laughs> wow you, let's unpack that there was a lot that just happened there and for those who are listening to the podcast you can't see it but i was watching joey's facial expressions as nick was saying the wrong answers 
Um, <laughs> so Joey's favorite park is actually <laughs> Magic Kingdom. Oh, wow. Okay. That was way off. <laughs> Joey, do you have any And thoughts? I feel like we've always talked about it. If you, If we could go to Disney World and you could only go to one park, what park would you go to? Magic Kingdom. It would be Magic Kingdom because it gives you everything that you want out of Disney World. That's fair. I'm learning so yeah. much about you tonight. Apparently. That's two things that you've discussed before that you just didn't remember. I know. I should have <laughs> did the proposal on Magic Kingdom. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then also, what's with the, the food thing, Joey, that uh, Nick just dragged you about? I mean, who doesn't love food? Yeah. Disney food. <laughs> like, and Disney food. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. And Epcot, you get to go around the world. Of course. Fair. That's fair. Speaking of food... Uh, what is Joey's favorite Disney Parks snack? Disney Parks snack. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. You're not one for like the traditional Disney Parks. Like, I'm going with the churro. Oh, that is a good, I mean, classic. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's my number two choice. Crowd pleaser, but that is not it. This one is hard, so we'll give you a second shot. Can I get a park that it's in, or is that not every allowed? park? Oh, I don't know about um, Animal Kingdom, but pretty much every park. It's like a staple. It's every park. Every park. A Mickey pretzel. Yeah, there you go. Mickey Yay. pretzel. Do you guys get it's, that a lot, or thing, Joey? Do you get that often? It's another. Yeah, so it's another thing we've talked about before, though. So I, the, when I'm hungry, which happens often, I get moody. So. <laughs> If I get a Mickey pretzel, it's very filling and it's a good snack to get me through the day, like to the next meal. Because a lot so you of times, don't like it for the taste; you like it because it gets you to the next meal. Yes. Okay. Well, no, I do like the taste of it, but usually, like our lunches are scheduled. Like it's a reservation <laughs> around like one or two. I don't know, depending on whatever schedule Nick put together. So at like 10 a.m., 11 a.m., like the soonest I can get to the snack stand, I want a pretzel because it's filling and it'll get me through. That's fair. That's, That's fair. a good strategy. And you need a holdover sometimes. Is there any particular yeah. one do you get? Or is it just the classic with some salt and stuff? Just the classic, no salt. No salt. No salt. Do they do that version or do you have to scrape it off? I just scraped it oh, off. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I've done that myself. Like they put too much and I'm over there with it's that little paper like over a trash can <laughs> oh i love it but i like salty like dirty martinis like so i think i like that now how do you eat your pretzel are you a mustard person or dip hmm, i could do mustard or cheese it doesn't i'm i'm, I'm not particular about it hmm. okay noted um so here's a really fun one so if joey was a disney character who would he be and this is his answer who would he be according to him so this is who you would want to be. Um, I'm going to go. Oh, well, yeah, this is what Joey thinks he, he would be. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go with Ursula. Um, I'm going to go with Flynn Rider. Wait, let's go back to Ursula because you were actually closer. <laughs> a lot to unpack here. You're closer with Ursula, but you're wrong with both answers. Oh, oh, you want to be Ariel. Is that who you want to be? <laughs> Okay. Joey always wanted to be a merman as a child. So not Joey now. is royalty and he's Prince Eric. Okay. <laughs> and he literally, for those of you who didn't hear that in the background, he like spit out his drink, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> wow. Ursula I was on the right Ariel. track. 
Oh my gosh. I actually thought you were going to pick Pinocchio. <laughs> Why would you be Pinocchio? Because you, you look, like Pinocchio? look like Pinocchio. Uh, you do look like Pinocchio. <laughs> that's, that's a funny part because when we asked Joey, he also told us what you would think he is. And it said Pinocchio here. <laughs> <laughs> See, that I would have got. Um, all right. So let's flip this. Um, who does Joey think you would be, Nick, if you're a Disney character? Are we talking about expanded Disney into like Lucasfilm and Marvel or just Disney. traditional Disney? Disney, Disney? Okay. So I'm not Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> not who you want to be. We know how to theme Nick's next birthday party. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm going to go with Flynn for myself. Oh, good job. You got it. Yay. Yay. All right, Flynn Rider did that and Prince Eric. That was my Halloween costume. That's good. I think there's some fan art out there that you guys should look up for Prince Eric and <laughs> Flynn Rider. Great couple. Very good couple. Oh, that would be nice. Just saying. Um, okay, so you did want to talk about things in the multiverse of Disney, Nick. So the next question <laughs> that we asked Joey was, if he had a free pass to sleep with any Marvel superhero, who would it be? <laughs> Oh, wow. This is a great question. Let's see. We've been rewatching all the Marvel movies of late, so I need to think about which ones he's I'll give you a most. little bit of a hint because Joey got creative with this answer. So he also listed the actor. So it's a very specific actor and superhero that I think he wants to sleep with. Is it Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> no, it is not. Is it any of the Chris's? It is not. Ooh. Is it Black Panther? We watched that last night. <laughs> um, wow, this is hard. All right, Joey, tell him who it was. Well, the Chris's were number two and number three. <laughs> but, number one, but number one was Tom Holland. Oh, uh, I should have known that. Yeah. yeah. You should have known that. I should have now, known. Do you want and I so do... is it for Tom Holland or for Spider-Man, though? <laughs> yeah. I, just have to... <laughs> I just said Tom Holland. That was my answer. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even name the character. Truthfully, it does not say the character on here. All he said was Tom Holland. It's, it's Tom Holland. Spider-Man who? <laughs> and uh, he also told us that it was like a dinner menu with too many options. So I guess there's the Chris's <laughs> or the other entrees. <laughs> Uh, now, so, okay, let's go back to Tom Holland. Would you want him as Peter Parker or Spider-Man in this fantasy? I mean, aren't they one and the same? Which clothing do you want him in before you remove it? <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. I, I mean, lack thereof, but uh, if I have to choose clothing, I guess regular clothing. I don't know, the Spidey suit's a little weird. <laughs> I don't know. Not my thing. Oh, Not weird. I, I shouldn't say weird. Not my thing. But he has like the webs you can shoot out and stuff. Oh, let's oh, not go just, there. It's just let's... getting intensified as we go. We're getting into like uh, BDSM here, like yeah, no. the bondage. We can delete this out. All right. So we're going <laughs> to move into the speed round of this game. So I'm going to ask oh um, you something or something, like I might say red or green. And then Nick, you have to say what you think Joey chose, red or green. Okay. Ready? Ready. Tomorrowland or Fantasyland? Tomorrowland. Wrong. Starbucks or Joffrey's? Starbucks. Correct. Woody or Buzz? 
Woody. Correct. Donald or Goofy? Donald. Correct. Star Wars prequel trilogy or sequel trilogy? Sequel. Correct. R2-D2 or BB-8? BB-8. Wow. All right. You only got one wrong. You got the rest right on that one. Um, So he did say Fantasyland at the beginning. Um, Joey, why Fantasyland over Tomorrowland? I feel like Fantasyland is like quintessential Disney. Like it, when you think of Disney, you think of Fantasyland. That's true. Totally it's iconic. It's where the castle is. Yep. Um, all right, and to the very last question that we asked Joey, tie it all back together. Is what was his favorite Disney memory that you both spent together? Oh my lord! There's so many Disney memories. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it was our honeymoon cruise on our, on our first Disney cruise. It was not that, but Joey's shaking his head and nodding yes. So it must have been just another great memory. Uh, but it wasn't the one he told us. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes defense. For about four years, we were Disneyland annual pass holders, and we went about every other weekend. So this was really hard to like pick a favorite Disney memory. So it was one of the Disneyland memories, okay. And we talked about it earlier in this episode. Our wedding weekend in Disneyland. Yeah, that was it, yeah. And the cruise memory is also a good one. I know you guys both go on the cruises a lot. What is it about the cruises that make it memorable for the both of you? I love the cruises. I feel like... It has enough Disney, but you can still have a completely like relaxed vacation. You don't have to plan anything if you don't want to, but you can still get like that Disney fix when you need it. Um, there, it's probably I think it's Joey's favorite Disney vacation over even over the parks doing the cruises. Wow! All right, any final thoughts that you want people to know about being in love as Disney fans? Any final thoughts, Joey? Words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think you have no no thoughts for everyone i mean the parks are closed right now it's so sad (laughs) (laughs) that's true it's like a distant memory at this point it is you know honestly i feel like the memories are fading it's been so long since i've stepped foot in a park or on a ship what a negative ending we're gonna edit some of this out no now now we're all just (laughs) gonna cry i would say something like joe and i always talk about especially not being able to go to the parks or in disney vacations right now like just all the little things we miss in the parks and wanting to do all those together over like worrying about, am I going to get in every ride or, you know, get a reservation for this restaurant or that or, or that. So I think for us, probably just, you know, like en- enjoying the little things and just if we could just like sit on Main Street on a bench, like I'd be content with that and just oh. doing that. Oh, that's else. all I want in life. <laughs> I feel you. Well, of course, with the up music playing in the background. Oh, that's been a common theme, right, Jen? Like, people we talk to who are also missing the parks, they just want to do that, just hang out. Yeah, like, we just want to be in there and, like, be kind of transported into this Disney place that's, like, our little happy town, so. The sounds I and the smells. totally get it. Ugh. want those smell I mean, for now we have, we have the movies, we have YouTube, and we have podcasts like this to get us through, and can't wait for the day to be back in the park. Thank you. We do our part. Uh, well, Joey and Nick, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story and playing our game along with us. It was really a pleasure to have you both. Um, and we hope you come on our podcast again sometime. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was a lot of fun.
Wow, that brings me back. Also, super romantic whenever you have Disney couples on here sharing their stories. Hot topic, though, Spider-Man. What do you think looking back and hearing them talk about Tom Holland like that? I just love that Tom Holland has enough of a presence as an actor to where we consider him a Marvel character. And we have to like check ourselves and remember that right? he is not actually a Marvel <laughs> character. He's playing a Marvel character. And I just thought that was great. And who doesn't love Tom Holland? So I can't I can't hate against that hall pass. Oh, I totally agree. Oh, <laughs> shout out to you, Tom Holland, my meat cute that never happened. <laughs> uh. Wait, do you have a hall pass? Um, um, a Disney a hall Disney pass? A Disney hall pass? Um, I'm going to say that if I... I'm going to do a twist on this one because I always talk about me. I'm going to actually talk about Jerry and who I would give him a hall pass for. So I think he, okay, would, right. he would like a hall pass for Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner. Uh, but this is another oh, one of those. Really? <laughs> totally. It's another one of those, like Joey and Nick said, where it's about the actor. Like, he likes Jeremy Renner. And so I think he would like Jeremy Renner in gotcha. a version of a Hawkeye costume. Maybe the most recent one, if anybody out there watched the finale. So, uh, that, yeah, that'll be my hall pass. Do you and Jacob have hall passes for, for, in a Disney way? We have hall passes. Um, but I need to rewind because it's a little weird because... Hawkeye happens to look a lot like one of our friends, Gabriel, <gasps> which makes it <laughs> like That's besides so the sadness of recent Gabriel, yeah. <laughs> like Jerry actually knows Gabriel. And so like, yeah, that's a little weird. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I would love to just like transfer things over to think about my partner. However, I'm just going to think about myself and my hall pass is Ryan Gosling, which is also like everyone's hall pass. But... I'm giving him a Disney Hall pass because he is the biggest Disney Hallic Haunted Mansion fan. He has a band that he named after Haunted Mansion. Like, I just want to marry him. I did Sorry, not Jacob. know this about Ryan Gosling. Yes, wow. he is a huge Disney fan. And of course, he was um, a uh, Mickey Mouse yeah. Club kid. Oh, Mouseketeer. So. There you go. That is very technically Disney, full on. Um, and more than a character, it's yeah. somebody who's <laughs> been with Disney and loves Disney. Another Disney-holic, right. <laughs> if you will. I just got that as I said Disney it Disney-holic. Uh, all right. Yes. Well, that was really, really fun. This next game, um, this one's actually more recent. So some of our listeners may remember this, but we are 90s kids, and we love the 90s. And so we did a fun game on Disney in the 90s with a big piece on Disney Afternoon and a, fun, a, a couple of other fun things. So let's take a listen to that. Speaking of 90s, I thought it would be fun to play a game with you called That's What I Call Disney in the 90s. Sweet. Oh, 90s edition. Do you get the joke of the title there? Now, that's what I call Disney. I don't. So in the 90s, there are these really popular compilation CDs called Now That's What I Call Music. Remember that? Yes. And it would have like all the top top 10 songs. You know what? You you should have wrote it out with a capital now exclamation point. I was thinking about it. Then I would have got it. (laughs) Yeah. So now that's what I call Disney 90s edition. So um, I have a lot of different fun little games for you and some cool sound effects are going to have to bear with me on this live broadcast but here we go my question to you is from september 1990 to august 1997 we were all glued to the tv what were we watching what launched in september 1990 and went on for seven years 
Glued to the TV. Mike TV. Uh, Full House? (laughs) (laughs) Close, because TGIF is technically Disney. Remember that whole block? So we're talking about the Disney Afternoon, the two-hour block of four different shows. So that launched September 1990. And my question for you now is, do you know what four shows it launched with? Because they've rotated over the seven years. So what four shows did the Disney Afternoon Um, launch with? Rescue Rangers, mm-hmm. DuckTales, yep. um, Darkwing Duck? Nope. No? Darn it. Wait, nope, but you put your finger up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he counted it. You guys can't I see it, but he that. counted so it. You got two out of four. Okay, and then, um, oh my gosh, what else was there? That was close. Your last one was close. What? Yeah. I already said DuckTales. There's more ducks? Oh, you already one. said DuckTales? OMG. Yeah. Okay, so let's recap. You got you got DuckTales and you got Chip and Dale. Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Okay, so yes. there's two more that it launched with. Oh my gosh, why am I blanking right now? There were so many good ones. Oh, um, Gummy Bears? Gummy Bears, yes. Gummy bears. Like one of the cutest and the, yes. one of the first to leave, too, to, to fall yeah. off of the block. Short-lived, but we love it. Um, and then the fourth, give me a clue. Um, Jungle Book? What? <laughs> oh, um, Tailspin. Tailspin. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I do have to admit that one as a kid, I, I didn't love as much as the other three for some reason. I think in my memory, I've literally blended Tailspin and Re- Rescue Rangers as like the same show. Oh, interesting. There, were, there are crossovers too, like Launchpad McQuack is a character in Tailspin. So he actually right. was in two shows at the same time. Yeah, it was very um, confusing for a 10-year-old. It is. <laughs> so out of those four launch Disney afternoon shows, which one would you say is your favorite and why? Rescue Rangers. Yeah. I loved Rescue Rangers. That's cute. Yeah. What was yours? Um, I'm going to say DuckTales. I... I just loved it so much and there was like the video game at the time like on Nintendo. (gasps) Oh, I had that game too on (laughs) Nintendo. And uh, Magicka Dispel. Like there's just so many silly characters and and jokes that I didn't get until later on in life. Like there's like Baba Wawa or something who's the duck version of Barbara Walters. So there were so many (laughs) parodies in that show that I didn't get until much later in life. (laughs) Disney always doing things for adults and children at the same time. Yep. Love it. All right. So you did guess one of the shows that bumped stuff out. So over the seven years, new shows were added, some left. So we're going to focus on the next four shows that were eventually added. There's one that you just mentioned. What was that? Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Darkwing Duck. Amazing. So yeah, his motto was, let's get dangerous. So cool. (laughs) Love that. So cool. Wait, did they replace gummy bears? So now I didn't do the research on what got bumped out. Okay. (laughs) So so that's a good question. My guess is gummy bears because we were both thinking that it left pretty early. Yeah, I felt pretty short in my memory. So yeah. And that one was actually repurposed. So gummy bears was produced for like Saturday morning cartoons. And then it was launched it was like relaunched with 
Disney Afternoon because it's like, oh, we already have one. Now we only have to make three other new ones. Right. Um, so it kind of had a life before Disney Afternoon. Definitely miss it. Um, there was that weird short-lived ride at Disneyland with the gummy yeah, bears. Yeah, on the boats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the motorboat cruise motorboat or whatever it was called. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they just had like cardboard cutouts of gummy bears, and that was about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, and I've always wanted to drink like the juice and bounce around. Aww. Yeah, they um, should have like a bounce house or something. So cute. They should have a bounce house. Okay, three more shows were introduced over time. Can you take a guess? Shoot. It gets pretty hard at this point because I think we yeah, also. Yeah, I think got we're getting older. too old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like starting to get into, or at least in junior high at this point. Yeah. Not necessarily watching the Disney Channel as much. Growing up, feeling like we're too cool for Disney Channel, and when it was all just, just like all about to come right back to being right. forty and having a Disney podcast, but whatever. <laughs> Full circle uh, moment. Um, shoot. Okay, I'm gonna have to have at least hints. Okay, um, one of them introduced the character called Max. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't watch this at all. Is it called? Just the Goof Troop? Yeah, Goof Troop. Okay. I didn't. I don't think I watched it one time. Same. I don't think I did either. <laughs> and I know there's a lot of fans of like even the Goofy movie. I feel like we were just a couple years away from just that. Just too cusp. old. Yep. I just watched the Goofy movie for the very first time like a year or two ago. Wow. Like first time ever. I don't think I've seen it. Just the clips of like the songs. People <laughs> yeah, like. I've seen a lot of clips of it before until I finally watched it. Uh, so Goof Troop joined the Disney Afternoon and then... Um, I'm just going to read off the other two because I barely remember them. So there was a show called Bonkers. Do you remember this? He was I like a not. cat. He was some sort of cat that was like a police officer. This We no. were definitely getting older at that time. And then the, the last one was Gargoyles. Do you remember Gargoyles? I do remember Gargoyles. Yeah. I'm just now in my head realizing I want to cosplay as or Disney bound as Bonkers the cat because that's awesome. <laughs> and I don't cool. even know who it is, but I just think it'll be so obscure and weird. Bonkers the cat. Uh, Gargles, I do. Uh, yeah, I do remember because it was like cool and like edgy. So yeah, I do remember that one a little bit, but I think I am also in my head right now mixing it with the gargoyles from Hunchback. Hunchback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally, totally, totally. <laughs> um, all right. So that's Disney afternoon in the 90s. Um, so we're going to go ahead and listen to some more of those intro songs with a twist. I'm going to ask you to finish the lyric. Oh, um, my God. And I'm just going to choose the, the few that, <laughs> that I know you know. So let's start with what? Gummy Bears. How do you know I know these? <laughs> oh, my God, oh, I mean, the, sh fail. the shows you know. I don't know if you know those songs. Okay. Uh, so starting with Gummy Bears, I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to play it. So okay. Gummy Bears, bouncing here and there and everywhere. High Adventure, that's blank and i'm gonna play what i just said so that you can also hear it oh i already played the answer so it was beyond compare <laughs> I was supposed to oh. it. but it was cute to listen <laughs> to it right i forgot how cute that song was and then just repeats itself right they are the gummy bears yeah <laughs> and then a key change at the end they're the gummy bears oh my god i love it I saw some TikTok recently where this guy's like, why are the 80s cartoon songs so big? And he was like, look at that octave change. I was like, yeah. <laughs> right? They love those octave changes. Um, and when I was listening back to these, they, they, the performers just seemed like 
regular, like, you know, like a TV ad jingle. Yeah. Yeah. They are, they are kind of jingly. Yeah. Totally. And there was a little bit more soulfulness that I don't, I didn't remember. <laughs> um, so Chip and Dale, let's, let's Some go vibrato. Vibrato. Um, so there's a part where it says, there's no case too big, no case too small. When you need help, just call. Gummy bears. That's it. <laughs> no, we're on Rescue Everywhere. Rangers now. <laughs> Rescue Rangers. When you need help, just call. Nope. Ouch. Okay, let's hear it. Let's Not hear even it. triggering a memory. It's all right. So there it is. Chip and Dales. That's what I was trying to get you to say. Oh my gosh. I was thinking it was Rescue Rangers. I'm like, I can't figure that out. And I just realized I sang along over Zoom. So that's going to be real off. That's life. That's life. And then it's going to, there'll be three versions. I was singing, you were singing, and so was the real one. Exactly. Uh, all right. So the last finish the lyric challenge for you is DuckTales. And I, I, I believe in you in this one. <laughs> DuckTales. Woo. Okay. So life is like a hurricane here in Duckbird. Berg. Race cars, lasers, airplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery or... We'll rewrite history, DuckTales. Yeah, you got it. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery. Sing along. I do. I'm trying so hard not to. <laughs> yep. So there's DuckTales. Um, oh gosh, this brought me back just doing the putting this game <laughs> together for the Disney afternoon. Oh, the good times. Um, Mike, right. did you did you jump into that pit at D23 of of uh, Mc, uh, Scrooge? I don't think I did. I think we tried to use our sorcerer's pass to cut the line. And they're like, no, it doesn't matter if you're a sorcerer. You still <laughs> they didn't fall for that line. at yeah. that one place versus everywhere else. Right. It, the line was so long, but it looked cool right there. It was like this cool camera effect that you got a picture yeah. of. I did do it. And it was it was a nightmare crawling out of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like literal nightmare. Some guy had to jump in and help me. Oh like some gosh. 20 year old guy jumped in and <laughs> dug me out of the coins of Scrooge McDuck's <laughs> bank vault. <laughs> but how much did we all want to do that every time you saw him jump into his vault? I know, always. It's like a life dream. Only if they let us dive in, right? A proper, right, like, yeah. what do they call like a jackknife dive? How jackknife he does? with his little striped bathing suit. Yes. Oh, I should have cosplayed as him knowing that that was coming. Darn Ooh. it. Yeah, that's that's a lot of strategic thinking. That, that's, <laughs> that's a bit too much. Um, all right, so we're still in the '90s, 
And we're going to now talk about what is known as the Disney Renaissance. So these are those movies that we grew up with, those animated films, um, which really kicked off in 1989 with The Little Mermaid, um, which kicked off that decade of classics, again, called Disney Renaissance. So I'm going to try to see if you can guess some of these animated films from our time, starting with 1990, 1991. There's a movie that came out. And it was the one that came out after Little Mermaid. What animated film was that? I think, if I remember correctly, Beauty and the Beast. Excellent. Good job. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. It was also the first film, first animated film ever nominated for a Best Picture Award at the Oscars. And this was, the they didn't have a best, they didn't have an animated film category at the time. So it actually made it right there at the top with the best film. Ah, Super My cool. brain was going somewhere else. I was like, bestiality, Stockholm Syndrome. Like, what are you going to oh. go with? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Just, <laughs> just Oscars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> I mean, that is the true story of Being the Beast. Um, all right. So after Being the Beast, two movies came out within a short time of each other. So 1992 through 1994. We got one movie followed by another. What were those two movies that came after Beauty and the Beast? Aladdin. Yep. And Mulan. Oof. Darn it. Pocahontas. Oof. You're you're jumping jumping way ahead. Jumping way ahead. Really? Uh, Yeah. Aladdin and think 94. Think like one of the mega classics of the Renaissance. What am I missing? Oh, no. Oh, Oh my God. How did I miss Lion King? Yes, Lion King, Lion please. King. Top four. There we go. So, yeah, it went from Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, into Lion King. Uh, so this brings us to 1995. And it's, it's one that you just recently mentioned. Mulan. Pocahontas. Pocahontas, yeah. Pocahontas. <laughs> I really um, want Mulan to come out. <laughs> <laughs> and this is that this is that era, 95. So we're starting to get from like junior high to high school. Like whether or not you're still interested in Disney or saying it out loud or actually going to the movies, like it was a little bit different. I remember watching Pocahontas with um, <laughs> this girl that I was dating, but you know that's how Ooh. it was back in the day. Which, by the way, she turned out to be a lesbian. Um, no, she but, didn't. Yeah, Did I, yes. have I never known this? Right? Shout out to Kanisha Davis. That's her name. Oh, I don't even know who this you know is. <laughs> I thought it was Onika Brown. They first are of all. best friends, and I dated oh. both of them. Gay little Mike TVs. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I watched Pocahontas with her in the movies uh, at the theaters. Yeah, that's very cute. And I did then, still watch Disney films in theater throughout the entire time, but I did cut back on the TV specials. Yeah, well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Pocahontas, and then something came out after that in '96. Mulan. Still not. She's. God she's dang still, it, Mulan! Still, what are you a, doing? This She's is such one that you've only watched recently. Hunchback. Yeah, Hunchback. <laughs> Hunchback came out of that, which, you know, that's like a dark film compared to. Like, yeah, I'm kind of sad forms. that I waited that long to watch that film. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you finally did. It is. It may. It has its own interesting place in that renaissance, I guess. Right. It, it is different than the others. Um, and then after Hunchback in around 97 was... Hey, the one time I'm not going to guess Mulan, it probably was Mulan. It's not Mulan. It's not Mulan. Um, I'm going to go with, oh, shoot, I just thought of something. Tarzan. Close. 
What's before Tarzan? It's close because it's a muscly guy, a guy with muscles. <laughs> oh, Hercules! Hercules! Uh, okay, I maybe I didn't watch Disney movies in the theater <laughs> at that point because <laughs> that's like right after Lion King. I think I dropped off for a while. I guess right because Hercules was like around ninety seven. So we yeah. had different priorities then. I, I do remember seeing that in the theaters. I think it's we were already like, going to raves. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, uh, I have such a like hardcore disney family like cousins so i'm pretty sure that's how i ended up in the theater because i do remember seeing these in the theater mm. and it, but it does sound weird knowing how old i was and what i thought was <laughs> right. cool and not cool uh, but yeah hercules 97 and then there's two more that finished off the renaissance and you've already said both of these so it's mulan okay between finally 90, girl right? shoot <laughs> between 98 and 99 we, we got mulan and then we got tarzan Tarzan. And that sort of caps off what the archivists or the experts at Disney consider the Disney Renaissance. Wow. Lilo and Stitch was after the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was 2000 or 2001. Yeah. Oh, so close, but not. And it was an interesting departure because it was an original story. It wasn't a fairy tale or anything like that. Right. Um, So sticking to these films, I have some more questions for you, starting with... Do you know and or remember who voiced the character of Esmeralda in The Hunchback of Notre Dame? No idea. Demi Moore. No way. Right? I don't think I knew that. Demi Moore. And how hot was she in the 90s? Like she was one of the big yeah, right? A-listers back then. Yeah, she had Ghost. Absolutely. She got Striptease, all these movies. Um, <laughs> and I thought she made she did a good voice because she it's kind of deep and scratchy and it worked well with Esmeralda. Right, yeah. Um, and then... John Smith in Pocahontas. Do you know who who voiced that character? I'm trying to think of who was like a big strong man in the 90s. Big 90s A-lister, not so liked anymore. A lot of controversy. Tom Cruise. Close, close. It's big like that. <laughs> Mr. Mel Gibson. Oh, ouch. Mr. Mel Gibson. Um, Passion of the Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Um, Okay, for this next one, I'm going to actually play the character speaking so you could guess who the character is voiced by. Okay, let's do it. How much do you think I'm going to know? It's from Mulan. Who are you? Who am I? Who am I? I am the guardian of lost souls. I am the powerful, the pleasurable, the indestructible Mushu. It said his name. No, who's the who's the actor? Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's Mushu. I got this. And then no, that's said fair. It. Earlier like, when I was doing the finish the lyric, I kept playing it back. So, um, so yeah, who voiced Mushu in Mulan? That was somebody I 100% know. Was it? I'm going to guess the wrong person. Chris Rock. Close. It was... It was the Chris Rock before Chris Rock. So I think like I was going to say, I feel like Chris Rock was still too young at that point. Mm -hmm. Shoot. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. I love it. And like the way these all the the Disney tentacles have its place everywhere. Later on, we're going to talk about Disney and DreamWorks. But basically, Eddie Murphy voiced Donkey from Shrek and Mushu from Mulan. They're the same. Right. Like same, yeah, like even the exact right there, same character. What we just heard, yeah. <laughs> so, very interesting. All right. Aladdin, one of my favorite 90s uh, animated films. 
Do you remember who voiced Aladdin? This one's a little lesser known. You might know who else he played in sitcoms is what would trigger it. Hmm. Who voiced Aladdin? I feel like I should know who voiced Aladdin, but it's not coming up right now in my memory bank, which is very small. (laughs) Um, I can't, I don't think so. So his name is Scott Winger. I used to always say Wiener, but there's a Oh, yeah, he was like on the teen type of stuff, right? Yeah, and he was Scott or Steve. He played Steve on Full House, DJ's boyfriend, right? I did. That's literally who I pictured immediately. Right? You can't unhear it now, too. Like when you watch old Full House and he walks into the door, it just sounds like Aladdin. And I'm like, oh, Aladdin even kind of looks like him. Yeah, yeah. Right? He has like the hairdo, like the same hair. Same uh, jawline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Steve from Full House uh, voiced Aladdin. What about Lion King adult Simba? So when he went from, I will say Jonathan Taylor Thomas was the voice of young Simba. And then during the Hukuna Matata scene, we saw him grow up to become adult Simba voiced by. Man, I'm failing this game. He asked me any of the voices of people that did the attractions at Disneyland. I could probably name them all, but <laughs> go to the movies. I have no idea what's going on anymore. Um, I don't know. Let's. Give Everyone's you a screaming clue. right now. That's listening to. <laughs> right. They all know. I'll give you a clue. This person is famous for a movie in which he took a day off. Oh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yep, Adult Aww. Simba. Also the husband of SJP, which we love, Sex in the City. Yes. Uh, All right. So this next one also is going to come with a clip. This is from Hercules. Um, And this is the character that, (laughs) I don't know if I could say this name because it's a real Greek thing. Philocotetes. Philocotetes. (laughs) So I don't know how to say it. Which is probably why they just call him Phil in the movie. (laughs) Um, And the way he looks, if you kind of remember, he has ears and a tail, like a horse kind of person. And the actual description that Wikipedia gives this, this character from the Greek mythology, not the Disney one, but the the character, um, it says a male nature spirit with ears and a tail resembling those of a horse, as well as a permanent exaggerated erection. Not even lying about that. That's oh, what it says. wow, Wikipedia. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you who <laughs> wow. voiced this, and I'm going to see if I could play you a clip to help. Okay, um, I'm going to try to really zone into this guess. one here. Just here close go. my eyes and picture his face. Let's see. What's the matter? You never seen a Seda before? Uh, no. Can you help us? We're looking for someone called Philoctetes. <laughs> Call me Phil. Phil! Ow! Boy, am I glad Ow. to meet you. Hi. I'm Hercules. Hi. And this is Pegasus. <laughs> Animals. Disgusting. I-, I need your help. I want to become a hero. A true hero. Sorry, kid. Can't help you. Wait! <laughs> Any thoughts yet? Is it the same guy who played Eddie in Roger Rabbit? <laughs> Oh, that's a really good guess, Bob Hoskins. It is not him, but if you were like doing auditions to cast that type of person, this person would probably also be there auditioning. He's very similar, um, and he's still he's still an actor. He has a pretty popular um, 
Comedy Central, I think. TV series or FX TV series. He has a current series? Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about it before. So so maybe he doesn't, maybe you don't watch it. Um, so maybe not use that as a hint. A better hint for you is he was also part of the Tim Burton Batman universe. How is that a better clue for me? <laughs> Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Is it? Yes. <laughs> And um, if you try to picture this character in Hercules, I, I can see his, I'm watching it right now on YouTube, but he looks like Danny DeVito. He's like the short, stubby. Yeah, I can picture like, it now. I wish I had just hopes. pictured him. I was trying so hard to like put the voice to a real life person. I should have just looked at the character. Right, right. And that one is a little <laughs> hard as I was listening back. He he did he did make it his own, so it didn't just sound like Danny DeVito. Yeah, I was yeah. like. In fact, he didn't have his normal, like, trademark Danny DeVito-ness in there. <laughs> yeah. Like Gilbert Godfrey with Iago. Like, oh, you can yeah. tell like, you know so fast. who it is, right? Okay, and then the last one, which I didn't know, so this is, like, an extra bonus for you. Oh, I'm 100% not going to know who then. Who voiced, in the, in the movie Tarzan, there was a gorilla <laughs> named Turk, T-E-R-K. It was the wise-cracking gorilla. It was a... The gorilla was a woman voiced by. Why is Kathy Griffin? <laughs> I'm going to say you're close. The reason why is because it's Rosie O'Donnell and they're both. Oh, like, okay. You okay. know, like boundary pushing comedians of the 90s. Comedians yeah, there you of the go. 90s. Uh, but yeah, remember how popular Rosie was in the 90s? Yes. The, huge. the TV What show? happened? Where'd she yeah, go? The, did you say Koosh? The ball? No. Oh, I thought you just said Koosh. <laughs> You said huge. Oh, huge. Yeah, but she's... She and then was, I thought you said cooch, and I'm like, cooch. this is just so awkward. For some reason, the most thing I remember is she would she would launch cooch balls into the audience. Oh, yeah. She, did she have a show? Yeah, she the did, Rosie right, O'Donnell like a talk show. show. Uh-huh. Forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, um, Rosie. Yeah, so Rosie played Turk the Gorilla. All right. I did not know that either. I have some more for you. Do you want, to, you want a couple more 90s? Trivia Let's do a couple too. more. Okay. We're going to go to Disneyland now. <gasps> Yay! And this one also okay. comes with a audio clip. So I'm okay. going to play this for you so that you can tell us what is this is. Is this also 90s for. Disney? Also 90s. Yes. This is all going to be 90s Disneyland. Interesting. At Disneyland, you've seen Fantasyland, Frontierland, and Tomorrowland. Now here's a whole new land you've never seen before. Hey! What new land? is this commercial talking about <laughs> wait in disneyland in the 90s oh oh um critter country wow jen i i'm just like <gasps> sad oh and no splash mountain open in 89 hold on i take it back i take it back How exciting was that? You guys. I keep forgetting this is it's my called biggest Mickey's fail Toontown. episode by I know, far. I, I, I am still disappointed. <laughs> Mike loves setting me up for failure. Right. Oh, I'll get you back. You just wait. It's, it's good because I can never <laughs> stump you on Disneyland stuff. So that's why I'm extra <laughs> but shocked. But you just did. It just did. Um, what was the main attraction when Toontown opened in the 90s? Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Roger Rabbit's. Yeah, and that was 1993 when this opened. 
How much was a park ticket in 1995? Oh God, in 1995? Yep. I would guess... Mid-90s. I really have no clue, but I would guess it's going to be like $32. Wow, it's $31. You are so no, good what? at that. Yeah. $1 off. $1. Yeah. And isn't that insane Parks, baby. to think about it now? I know. $31. And I remember still trying to get coupons to get in. Oh, yeah. We needed it. (laughs) And I'm sure there was like an inflation and stuff, but that was still low comparatively. That was like when they were having that um, Pepsi challenge and all that stuff going on right around then. Oh, like Like under the the cap? Where they're giving away cars and all sorts of stuff. Remember at the entrance? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I remember the car one now. Yeah. Weird. What a time. I think Pepsi challenge was just in life outside of Disneyland though. <laughs> right. I, I remember the caps. You turn over the caps and one of the prizes probably you was. You don't remember Disney. Pepsi challenge where they would have you take Pepsi and Coke and you'd try to guess which one is which and they'd give you a prize if you guess which one was Pepsi. Oh, I do not know this. Oh my God. I did them all the time. They were at the malls. They were at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Can you guess the two? Oh, I, every time I right. guess those. Yeah. Yeah. Pepsi's boom, sweet. Boom. I don't like Pepsi Pepsi's so sweet. We love I a used Coke to love diet, Pepsi, though. hated Coke. Now I fully opposite. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought this whole time you were talking about just the caps. Do you remember you'd turn them over and there's like yes. something? You'd be like, sorry, try again. Do you remember again. when they changed to where you had to enter the long ass code on online yes. and nobody played it? <laughs> hate it. I need like immediate, let me know if I won. Instant gratification. Instant gratification. That's the word. Um, all right. So 1995. The year that tickets were $31, they're also celebrating Disneyland's 40th celebration. Do you know what that tagline was? What was it called? The 40th Ooh, celebration. Ooh, we went over this. I should know this. We did. Um, Shoot. Okay. Was it the happiest homecoming on earth? Was that, that the year? Was our, that was the 50th, actually. Yeah, that was the 50th. Oh, was it the 50th? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll get, a good clue for this is the second part of the question, which is what new attraction opened as part of the celebration in 1995? Because the two things are tied together, the tagline and the new ride. 1995. Was it Indiana Jones? Boom. You got it. <gasps> yes. What was the tagline? 40 years of adventure. Oh, I should have right? known that too. And I remember awesome. um, when I was doing the research again, I started remembering the logos and the shirts and it looked like Indiana Jones, like the four Yeah, zero. the logo or the same font with the colors. Yeah, yeah. orange and yellow. 40 years of adventures. So cute. Um, and what a good ride to open. So, it's way. It was way before its time. Like, <laughs> right. Like that's it's immersive still like right super there. impressive to take people on even for their first time ever. And it's like so old now. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And that was, I feel like we were talking about the immersive stuff earlier with Harry Potter and cars. Like when you walked into that queue, like you were in this t- yeah. temple. It was so cool. It is still so, so cool. cool. Um, okay. So that's 95. Some fun, quick facts for Indiana Jones. Who guards the temple of the forbidden eye? Who guards it? Yeah. Who Sala. do you not want to cross when you're there? Who you? Oh, oh, Mara. You mean Mara? Mara, yeah, Mara. <laughs> uh, there's also something called the Cavern of Bubbling Death, and it's part of. It's one of the scenes in the ride. Do you happen to know? Or do you want to guess what that is? I think it's to the left 
as you're you just pass the snakes or the big snake and then it's to your left and it's all the fiery bubbly cauldron stuff on the left side yeah so basically you know when you're on the bridge and everything you see below you and where the eye the face is that is all called the cavern of bubbling death i did not know it was called that and the uh, <laughs> the uh, skull of Mara, the big face, is forty five feet tall. So just to that's put some crazy to think yeah, about. It's huge. Um, tell us about bones. Bones can be found. Oh my gosh, bones! I love bones. Okay, so we found out about this back when like cast members would still do shit they're really not supposed to do for guests. <laughs> like I guess sometimes right. they still might. Um, but we found out about Bones way back in the day. It was me and Danielle. And we found out we're just like finding hidden Mickeys. Were you with us also that day? No, you weren't. When we got the picture, we didn't. You weren't there for I sure. Think, was it the Headhunters? We had that challenge? on our shirt. That's how that, oh, like, because got I got that yeah. photo. So yeah, um, we found out a hidden Mickey in Indiana Jones is that there is a skeleton in, they call it the skeleton room. It's like one of the first rooms you pass. Um to your left, if you look closely, it's very hard to catch. I think I wrote it 15 times before I finally <laughs> saw it, and now I know exactly where to look, and I see him every single time. I look every time I go on the ride. I've literally never not looked at Bones, but there's a skeleton wearing a Mickey hat, like a classic Mickey hat, and embroidered on it, which is so, like, they don't need to do that. It's right. just so cute that they did it. They embroidered the word Bones, like his name, Bones, because they so named him cute. that. And he's wearing that hat. And one day, um, at the very end of the night, we waited to go on Indiana Jones until right at midnight. We got in line. And then at the end, we just talked to a cast member. We're like, uh, who does the walkthrough on the ride? Like, who goes and picks up all the lost items and whatever you guys do out there? And this woman, she's like, I actually do. And I'm like, so I have a favor. <laughs> <laughs> and like, we're obsessed with bones. And I just want to, we can never get a good picture of him. Do you mind taking my camera? Literally like a 35 millimeter camera is how long ago it was. Right. There was like, no Do you mind taking there. my camera and taking an up close picture of Bones so we can have it? And she goes, as long as you never post it on the internet, oh I will God, do it for internet. you. And I, <laughs> I have never posted it on the internet. I still haven't. Um, but yeah, I have That's that so picture. Nice. I did not know the origin story of how you got that picture that ended yeah, up on Yeah, she shirt. straight took my camera and we just waited there <laughs> she like walked all the way in the attraction took the picture and came back out and you know what somebody did the same thing for us for the ride at the bottom of splash mountain but i'll save that for another story ah oh i do want to know about that at some point yeah we'll cover that one um one Sometime. other fun lucas film easter egg that snuck into the indiana jones ride is a crate that you could find in the indiana jones office in the queue area do you know what it says? I do. It says Club Obi-Wan. Yes. And it's so the address cute. to deliver it to. So it's like there's I a real it. club somewhere in the Jonesverse that happens to be named after Mr. That would have been Obi-Wan so cool Kenobi. if they opened a Club Obi-Wan somewhere. Oh, shoot. Like in yeah. Batu or something instead of Can- Oga. Sorry, Oga. That but like, be... just to like tie that together, that would be pretty cute. All right, so that's Sunday. 90s in Disneyland. I hope you enjoyed our journey through memory lane in the 1990s. I did. I love failing. <laughs> <laughs>
gosh, after doing that show, I had the urge, but was just way too lazy to go back and watch some of these shows. Like, I thought I was going to watch Gummy Bears. I still have not. Did you go back and look at any of these cartoons? I did not. However, I did also have the want to do so, but I also was a little nervous about watching it and not liking it. Do you oh, ever think about yeah. that? Like, you know, when you redo things when as an adult, sometimes it just doesn't hit anymore. And you're like, like sometimes it totally hits and it's nostalgia for days and you're so happy or it's just a flatliner and you're like, God, why did I like this and brag about it on the podcast? I, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. I tried to get into... When DuckTales, like the reboot came out, I was like, oh, I'm totally going to watch this. It's going to be like childhood and back. And I just couldn't. It's not It's not for me. It's, it's not, not for us. Yeah. We're not the audience. And I think even if I watched the original right now, it'd be the same because it was for us then at that time. So weird. Right. Totally. It's weird, but sad. <laughs> but yeah, I guess. Well, there's the 90s for you. It's nostalgia. And it's- the 90s yeah. have a big place in my memory and my heart so just keep it there for now right there um <laughs> keeping it moving in places in your heart your birthday is probably in your heart i also surprised you on your birthday <laughs> do you like that segue our birthday game um back from episode 37 when it was titled omg i'm raving in disneyland <laughs> this is probably the most embarrassing game because it was just like the weirdest Facebook post I think I've ever made. I'm like, what was I trying to so do? <laughs> it's just so weird to go back. And to tell you truthfully, after that game, I've numerous times gone into like the deep, dark hole of my Facebook page and I like read old posts and I'm like, what the hell was I talking <laughs> so about? Weird. Why would I post that? That's so vague. It doesn't make any sense. Like I just am totally like, what was I even thinking back then? But you know what? I'm... I've grown and matured in many ways, and now I have better things to talk about. So, let's do it. Let's let's see where we what we found on Facebook. Here we go. Uh oh. Oh no! What we got going on so, here? Jen Diz, you just celebrated your birthday over the weekend, and <laughs> as an honor, there's a whole game segment that's going to be dedicated to you. Oh, oh my! Coming God. up right now. Am I nervous or excited? I'm not sure. A little bit of both. All right. So what this is, it's actually not really a game. It's just (laughs) something funny. And what we're going to do is we're going to look back. So it's called The Disney Life of Jen Diz as Told by Facebook. And so what I did is I went through all your status updates Uh, from like the last (gasps) decade um, (gasps) to find the Disney-related ones. And I'm going to (laughs) read... I'm going to read some of these highlights out and we'll talk about them. Oh my gosh, that's such a a mess cuz like sometimes I'll have highlights pop up in my Facebook. I'm like, what was I even talking about? Right. And it's funny because Facebook used to like prompt you and say, "I'm feeling dot dot dot." Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that recently. I was like, "Oh man, now it just seems weird like that I wrote that." But yeah, it totally, totally made sense back then. Um so the only game <laughs> element in this is um, if you want to try to guess the year, that's a fun oh, bonus no. point okay. for you. But because I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> so, but these are all real things, and let's see if they spark some conversation. <laughs> so the first one, um, which is not Disneyland related yet, because I wanted to lead with this one. It was from January 2019, and the date is important. January 2019, and you posted. 
so many people coughing and sneezing in public transportation. I'm <sighs> freaking out. I cannot redo last year, which you're referring to 2018. <sighs> wow. That's so remember earlier when I was talking about how I'll still wear masks on public transportation? Yeah. That is what I was talking about because I had the flu two times back to back. Like, I didn't even know you could do that. And it was, I was out of work for so long because I got so sick. Um, and yeah, I definitely, that's another reason I've been so cautious with COVID because I always catch all the things. So I'm like, just get away from me. Yeah. It, that was so, on, on, what's the word? Ominous. To, to have caught this and I looked at the date and I was like no this has nothing to do with COVID yeah oh my gosh crazy Ooh. ew so crazy <laughs> um, okay so uh, this one is really funny let's see if you could guess the year status update reads brother just fell asleep would it be totally evil to drive to Disneyland <laughs> oh <laughs> So I think your brother fell asleep. Were you taking his car? Like, what was this about? So my brother will not fly. (laughs) And so when my dad was living in Phoenix, we would drive out there to visit him. And I would usually fly one way. Like, I'd fly there and drive back with him because he didn't Mm. want to drive home by himself. And then maybe maybe it was my turn to drive. He fell asleep and we were driving to L.A. And I'm like, hmm. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's even better than i thought <laughs> i can picture that i actually talked my dad into it once because we were driving through and we had to go through orange and i was like come on disneyland is literally right there so we went and he just left his car he sat in the car and read a book i went into disneyland for like two hours and came back <laughs> oh that's so cute <laughs> oh my gosh I was like, all right oh, can sorry, you guess dad. the year okay so i think we moved him back here in like 2014, so I'm gonna guess that was. I moved back in 20, 2007, so I'm gonna guess 2009. Ooh, very close. It was 2010. Okay, okay, okay. 2010. Wow, that. that's like 11 <laughs> years ago. Jeez. Um, I like okay. that I just said brother fell asleep. Did yeah. I say like my brother or Jeff? I just said brother (laughs) (laughs) all right so next one posted by jen diz i wonder how many people are on disney plus right now looking up films that aren't actually disney but they don't know the difference (laughs) (laughs) the things that go on in your mind yes i i'd like to thought dump all the time on facebook and these are usually from actual experiences so i probably had someone asking me why they can't find something on Disney Plus that's not Disney at all. So since Disney Plus only came out, I'm going to guess it was 2020. 2019. Dang it! Was like it! Right when it came out, November 2019, which is really interesting because don't we often have to correct people when they say like things like Shrek or Disney? I'm yeah. Like, no, 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 it's not. Yeah, that's probably exactly what I was talking about there. Right. Um, Vague booking. <laughs> Here's another one that's less important about the date, but it's a fun topic. So this is from that same month in 2019, November. Um, so you said, I was watching the imaginary, <clears throat> the imaginary. <laughs> wow. That's a tongue <laughs> Passed it on to you. I was watching the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, And for some reason, a memory sparked of this ride at Great America called Orleans Orbit that I uh. loved when I was little. And I would go on over and over again with my brother. 
It's the second time your brother is brought up. Brother here. Jeff again. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> He's popular. Um, oh, so he how called cute me for my that? birthday. I haven't talked to him yet. <laughs> Aww. Um, how what? Just how cute is that? So I don't know if, oh. you know if you recall this. I know that you probably remember that I that I worked at Great America for like one yes. summer. Um, I was assigned two attractions, the River Rapids and Orleans Orbit. Oh, yeah. And I loved that I ride. Loved it. it was so fun. And you could just say the spiel and everybody loved it. And when I was little, me and my cousins would pretend it was Aladdin's magic carpet. We would sing a whole new world and just change the ride in our minds to magic carpet. That's so cute. I remember yeah. it would like go up and down, like, you know, spin, spin, spin. And then near the end, the buckets would like wiggle hella hard. Do you remember? Yeah. Like they would get yeah. all wiggly. Yeah. That was another, like, like I said, with my brother, like I went a lot when I was little. And then as an adult, I would go because it was like kind of tucked away and nobody really knew about it mm -hmm. right is it still there i have no I don't idea know if it's still there it was not. like tucked between vortex and like a wall yeah yeah like not everybody knew it was over there there's never a line and it was just fun it was a good ride yeah. so if anybody out there the, like, if you know paramount Street america like the people mover right yeah yeah it was a <laughs> it was a very weird ride it was like a combination of like three different types of carnival rides um, but yeah, let us know out there if you remember this ride and or if you went to Great America, we would love to hear about your stories. Yes. Um, all right. So I'm going to keep going with this because this is too much fun. OK, so Jen Diz <laughs> posted on Facebook and I think this is when they used to prompt you. It would say like Jen Diz dot dot dot. So it says Jen Diz is sleeping on a giant Tempur-Pedic jelly bean in downtown L.A., while waiting for Disneyland to open, waiting with an apostrophe, uh, this is the life, LOL. <laughs> what the hell? What is that? What jelly bean? <laughs> Tempur-Pedic jelly bean. In downtown Maybe it was like LA. one of those. Oh, wait. Oh, I totally know what this is. It's going to be 2000 and. Was it 2015. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. It was before Jacob, uh, so 2000 and shoot. It was, was it around Halloween? It was. It was October 29th is when you posted this. Yep. Okay, 2011. 10, 2010. Dang it! I can't But get the Halloween one. part is most impressive. You got the, the month. I know exactly what this was. We did a couch surfing because we were broke as hell. <laughs> we met this guy named Galen. My friend Christy and I, my best friend Christy, she's been on the show with us before, um, we were born the same day, same year, same hospital. This couch surfing person we met named Galen had the exact same birthday as us as well. So wow. weird. And he was letting couch surfers crash in his beautiful, fancy loft in downtown LA. And he wow. had a bunch of these giant, like those beanbag things, you know, those like love sacks, I think they're called. There's like a Tempur-Pedic <laughs> one. Of a you never heard of love sack? It sounds no. But are they like so modern wretched. looking? Like... They look like giant bed versions of a beanbag, basically. Uh, and this was okay. just like, a, I guess, a Tempur-Pedic one, or maybe I thought it was. I don't know. But um, it was so comfortable. It, like, swallowed you, and you're just, like, <laughs> sunken into this big thing. And the coolest part was that he had people from – there was so many people staying there. There was people from seven different countries in that loft. So I met a bunch of new friends. Wow. It was Halloween. Christy and I dressed up as the duelers. And we went to Disneyland, and this was right when they switched it. Wait, the Duelers from Haunted Mansion? 
Yep, sorry, yeah, the jewelers from the Haunted Mansion. We both dressed up as them and had all these people trying to guess our costumes all day, thinking we are Charlie Chaplin, bunch of things that we weren't. It was really funny. Uh, but all the cast members got it, which was fun. But, um, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, I think that was either right when they switched it or, or at least we didn't know about this, but you, as an adult, could no longer wear costumes to the park unless oh. you were going to the special event. Wow. And we didn't know that, so we showed up in these costumes. <laughs> And then we had to go back to the car and like take off certain pieces that made it a costume. And so we're just dressed in these crazy outfits going to Disneyland. <laughs> like, wow. And 2010, um, I don't know. Was Instagram even around? I feel like there was left, no. less ways for you to know about this stuff in real time. These new Yeah, rules. no, yeah. definitely no Instagram yet. I think wow. Instagram was way later, like 2015 or something. Okay, so this next one's super cute. One of my favorite ones. Um, it says... Jenda's posted. <laughs> OMG, this little girl in front of me on the plane just said in the most adorable little girl voice, the first thing I want to do when I get to Disneyland is go on the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> and then you wrote, I'm in love, heart emoji. <laughs> so this is probably one of those few moments that I actually considered having a child. <laughs> <laughs> but I have no idea when this was from. This is 2015. Oh, wasn't even that long ago in comparison. Yeah, not too long ago. I, um, I can imagine that happening, though. I hear a lot of little kids making the cutest comments on airplanes and in bathrooms. A oh. lot. <laughs> kids overheard. That could be a new... Yeah, overheard in Disneyland bathrooms, which sounds really gross. <laughs> Never mind. Let's not do that one. <laughs> That's all I can think about. Um, <laughs> there is a one, one really... Well, there's two that fit together so i'm going to read both of them but they are different times so the first one is omg i'm raving in disneyland lol <laughs> and then the related one is I already know for my is. late weekend old friends jungle and disneyland what more can a girl ask for yeah 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 <laughs> if you need me text or call me i will be back wednesday <laughs> what so can you explain both of those, please? Okay. The whole, like, not being... Wait, was that, like, before smartphones? Because I couldn't, like, check Facebook. <gasps> Maybe. This was... I'll give you the year on this one. It was 2009 when you talked about the jungle Oh, friends. my God. I didn't have... Well, that might have been before I got a smartphone because I was pretty late. I was, like, having trouble converting over. And then they sold me with the fact that you can swipe credit cards because I was a T-shirt seller. Oh, and you could use those things like. But it took a while to go over to because it was expensive. Um, so I bet you that's why because I had to like sign in and out of Facebook because people would message me and get mad that I wasn't there. So I'm like, you have to call me. Sorry. So that's probably <laughs> that. Um, and then what I would usually do is go to LA for like a long weekend or something and do like go to a jungle show, drum and bass show, um, Disneyland, and hang out with friends. So like that makes sense for that one. Um, and then what was the first? Oh, the raving in Disneyland one. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know what year this is either, but I know exactly what it is. It was Glow. Mm. It was the first street party thing they did in DCA. And I could not believe it was happening because you and I both started going to raves around the same time, like 1996, 97. Yeah. So it was like still kind of sort of underground at that point. And like it was always like kind of frowned upon. Like everyone just assumed you were on drugs the whole time. Right. It was like this yeah. crazy crowd. And like parents so, like, didn't like it. Yeah, parents didn't like it. We would lie to our parents all the time. Say we're spending <laughs> yep. the night at each other's house. <laughs> so like 
that whole thing coming into a Disneyland park, even though they didn't say it was a rave, but it was like with a DJ and lights and like that whole atmosphere, I was yeah. blown away. And I remember I would try to trick cast members. Like I would go to a cast member and be like, yay, where's the rave at? And like see if they would tell me, but they would, they were, I swear they were like trained not to. So they would come back and say, oh, are you asking about glow? Like they would specifically wow. call it out. Like, are you talking about glow? So like, they knew yeah, what you were talking fine. about. Yeah. And now they're just yeah. okay with it. Cause now it's like, there's like festivals now. Like and it's e- just like now a it's bigger like EDM thing. Festival. Yeah. Um, that was, I still remember that too. Like even the entrance felt like when you enter a rave, like with like trippy looking signage that's like lit yeah. up. It's, All it was neon. so bizarre when that first showed up. There was like visuals on the walls of Hollywood Boulevard. Like it was definitely a rave. I yeah. don't care what they said. They had like go-go dancers with like furry boots and shit. And right. like that is like. I want to know who was in charge of like producing that. I have so many yeah. questions. <laughs> oh my God. I would love to have that interview on here. <gasps> yes. Like, oh what happened? my gosh. Okay. We got to add that to our goals. <laughs> Another Facebook status that caught my attention, mainly because I've only heard a couple parts of this story. And so this is unique because it's somebody else posting on your page. Uh-oh. It's a post on your page. <laughs> And I'm not going to say the person's name because I don't know their name. Um, But it says, (laughs) I guess I'll laugh. It says, hey, Jen, I think I saw you post earlier this year that you're not attending Camp Hollywood. I just rented a room. So in case you're planning to come, please let me know so we can share a room. Two double beds, 119 a night for four girls. I booked Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Will you let me know when the next Lindy Hop visit to Disneyland occurs? I'd like to join in. Love and hugs. Okay. So I know why. Both. (laughs) I know why you think this one is so funny. And we will talk about it because it's funny. Okay, okay. And I don't think any of the four girls listen to my podcast, but maybe one, but she'll also think it's funny. So that's okay. So (laughs) this is probably from a lady named Robin. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Shout out to Robin. And Camp Hollywood is, um, I think it's, if not the biggest swing dance event in the United States, it's one of the largest. Uh, People come from all over the world and it's an all weekend long, like three day long event. Lindy Hop convention. Like you learn how to swing dance. They have classes all day long. They have DJs all night long, live bands. So you can like literally dance 24 seven if you want. Like there's always something going on that you can do something in that hotel. So the <laughs> um, it's also a very like tight knit community, even though it's like a really large community. So often people like to share rooms and like usually same gender is like one really common thing. So there's like a girl's room. They like have a whole posting for girls sharing rooms. Um, And this was my first time going and I didn't really know anybody going. I knew like a couple people, um, but they were either not going to the event at all or they were only going for like one night or they already paired up with their group. I was kind of new into the scene. So um, I found some girls to share a room with. And it was four girls, like you said, um, this is probably the same group of four from the first time. And she's wanting me to go the next year, which is why she's asking if I'm going. Um, but I shared with these four women, all amazing women. They were so fun. The first night we went to Trader Joe's stocked up cause we're going to be living in that hotel room for four days. And then, um, why Mike thinks it's hilarious. 
is because I also found out something that I did not realize was part of life for women. And it might be some for women listening now. It might not be. But I found out that all three women besides or all three women outside of me. Right. There's four of us in there are completely fine with walking out of the shower butt naked. (laughs) (laughs) And I just remember being so bizarre to me because I'm the type of person. First of all, I'm very modest and insecure. All that stuff goes together with wanting to do this. But even then, like the friends I've hung out with have never done this. Like they'll come out in a towel or like their pajamas again. But like I will come out in my full gear for whatever I'm ready to do for the day. Like I go in the bathroom. You don't see me. I come out fully clothed. These women go in the shower. They come out. They don't even have their towel with them anymore. They just like shed the towel and walk out full bare naked. (laughs) Nothing matters. It's even more awkward because it's four adults in a room, which is a lot. And like you can't not see it. we're all strangers. You can't not look at it. It's like right there. Yeah. And like all four of us were strangers. We're already sharing beds together, which was enough already for sharing a bed with a stranger. But it's fine. (laughs) Like none of it felt weird. I was just like really like, is this what girls do? Like, (laughs) I was like, do they not do that because I'm there and I don't do it? Like what this whole time? (laughs) I think they might have been like nudists or something. <laughs> but it was like so random. None of them yeah. knew each other ahead of time. So it wasn't like planned. It was just very weird to me. And I remember that I've told that memory to a few people and everybody forgets all the rest of my stories about Camp Hollywood. <laughs> and remembers that I was in a hotel room with <laughs> That's three naked women. That's all I remember. From- and when I yep. saw this post, I was like, oh my God, this is pure gold. <laughs> It's one of the naked women right there. It's one of her. One of them. It was so funny. I was just like, wow. But the coolest thing about the very first time I went to Camp Hollywood, and I want to include this because it is Disney related. um, And this is why this other woman, Robin, is asking about it. Or or no, that's a whole other thing. But um, one of the girls in the room, she had like a Disney shirt on or something. And these are new people to me, right? So I'm just like kind of like learning about these people. And then she said something about Disneyland that was like a little too deep cuts to just be like an average fan. And I like started talking to her and found out she's a big Disney nerd, just like myself. And we were like, oh my God. And she also got into swing dancing from going to Disneyland. And then on Saturday night, we were in the big main hall at Camp Hollywood, where it's like the biggest night of the whole convention. Everybody's dancing and dressed to a T, like all fancied up. And me and her were just like, we kind of kept looking at each other like, you want to go to Disneyland? And we ditched Camp Hollywood and went down to Disneyland to swing dance at Disneyland instead of the convention. And it was like the best night. We stayed there till closing at midnight. We went back to our hotel. We changed in our pajamas, went back downstairs, and we're dancing to the DJ in our pajamas. It was like the best thrilling <gasps> so night ever. Fun. It was so yeah. fun. Yeah, such a good time. And then they also did this thing in the parks for a while called um, Lindy Hurst. Her- I think it's just called Lindy hopping around the park or something. It was another fan day, just like Dapper Day mm. or Bats Day, any of those kind of things, like they get together. And they find those like schedules for songs around the park and they would do what they call Lindy Bombs. So like Cars Land in that big middle section, right where we recorded our special experience, actually. Yeah. We knew exactly what time a certain song came on with a really good tempo. And we all decided to meet there at that time and start dancing. So all of a sudden there's like hundreds of people there swing dancing and everybody else is like whoa what's going on it was so fun jacob and i got to take part in it um and then so i told robin about that and then that's why she's asking when the next lindy hop in the park day oh is, so. wow full circle <laughs> um that's really cute the idea of people doing um 
Lindy bombs like it's like kind of like a your version of a flash mob yeah. in the middle of yep. Disneyland. I would be so excited if I saw that happen. Yeah, and as many of us know, Disneyland is always on a strict schedule. So like you you know exactly what time that one song is going to play in that area. I should find wow. I'll find that video and post it too cuz it's a lot of fun. All right. So the last and final Facebook status update. Uh-oh. Um, okay. Uh, it's not bad. I just I'm I'm going to spin this to make it Disneyland related cuz I don't know if it was meant to be. Um, okay. and it'll be a fun question for the both of us. So in 2009, you wrote Wish I could take the knowledge I have now and rewind the clock about 15 years. And so the way I want to make that Disney is let's ask ourselves now if we could tell ourselves something like one big thing about Disneyland that we need to let our past selves know 15 years past. What what would you tell Jen Diz of 2006? What would I tell Jen Diz of 2006? I would tell Jen Diz from 2006 that Disneyland isn't going anywhere and to take your time. Because in 2006, I was still running around crazy in Disneyland and not enjoying it anywhere near as much as I enjoy it now. Right. So that's oh, what that's I would such tell a good one. How about you? You know, I would say the same exact thing. Like trying to get us to have like that AP brain sooner. Yes. Rather yep. than later. Um, just chill take your time enjoy the moment you don't have to run to the next ride yep um yeah i think that's also a nice life lesson too in general. take time to smell the disneyland roses <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> wow yeah after listening to that i'm thinking about how earlier you said you were going down the dark rabbit hole of of your facebook page and really there's nobody who can answer the questions to these except you or the person who posted it and if you, if you or right. I are looking back at our own posts and don't know the context, then we're just screwed. <laughs> Who else is going to? There are so many of those. <laughs> Who's going to tell us? I was like, what the hell is happening in my life at this point? I have no idea by this post. And I found a lot of pictures on my feed um, on Facebook pre-Instagram. So it was a world where Instagram mm-hmm. didn't exist, right? Oh my gosh! So yeah, a, we share all yeah, our photos, just a picture all the of, albums, like, things like like a, a half-eaten plate of dinner, and it said something. It was look, like, okay. I'm almost done with my yes. food. Feeling it's hungry so or, whatever, yes, or feeling satisfied. Like, so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, okay, another fun game, very Disney and very Disney holic esque, is this Imagineering quiz we did. So this was episode fifty-five, as in nineteen fifty-five. And the episode was titled, To All Who Come to These Happy Places. And let's see how you did on this Imagineering quiz. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see faces. Sometimes I'm like, I I can't remember which person that is. Like, which older man is that? (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. How sad. All the same. I will try to make sure I include the very small amount of women. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Actually, I think I only have one on today's game list. So let's start with something easy for you, because I know you're a big fan of Tony Baxter. Big Thunder Mountain, his first. Yes. Great job. That was listed here as one of his incredible attractions that he was responsible for. All right. So you got that one. How about Bob Gurr? Oh my gosh, Bob Gers, anything that's on wheels. So I'll go with the Doom Buggy from the Haunted Mansion. Ooh. So by the way, did you know that the Doom Buggy is trademarked by the Disney company? <laughs> that word. I 
did. I have the... There's the blueprint. Do you see it on my wall? Oh, I have my green screen on. I have a blueprint of it on my wall. Oh, of like their patent? (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, and he like signed it. Oh my God, Bob Gurr? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. Um, So a question for you, because part of this game has just like little bonus things that happen. So what would you have named the Omnimover vehicle at Haunted Mansion if you could not use the word Doom Buggy? It's such a perfect word for it because it's like a horse buggy. Um, I don't know, like a. What would you call it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, a ghost travel car. Yeah. Ghost travel car. All right. So <laughs> as you board the ghost travel car, uh, do not put the. What does he say? Do not pull on the hand rest on the <laughs> safety bar. Safety bar. Um, okay. I will lower it for you. Mm-hmm. And he dis. Okay, go ahead. So Bob Gurr. Okay, Mary Blair. Small world after all. Doot, doot. Good job. Female. Love Female. It. There it is. Joe Rody. Oh, so many things. But let's go with. The Disco Yeti in Expedition Everest. <laughs> yes. And like pretty much all of Animal Kingdom, right? Was yep. like Joe Rohde. And most people know him for his um, quirky earlobe with his earrings. lovely earring of travels. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Ex Estencio. Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. Yes. Estencio. Um, ex <clears throat> Ex, how do you say it? Atencio. Ex Atencio. You know, every time you would say that name, I never, I didn't see it in writing for years until like, I think one of the D23s I went with you and I didn't know what you were saying. Like, yeah. It's a, yeah. It sounds like one word, like Ex Atencio, like yeah. just his name. Yeah. So the first letter, his first name is one first letter and it's the capital X. Yeah. And then his last name is I'm Atencio. sure he has a full name. I just don't know what it is, actually. I couldn't find it. I was looking for it. Like, is it like Xavier or something? Yeah, it's um, Xavier. I just Xavier keep seeing Atencio. X here. Uh, all right. So it's going to get a little bit harder. Oh, his real first name is Francis. Sorry. Francis Whoa. Xavier Atencio. Interesting. So that's his middle name. Francis, like the ladybug. Oh. And also Francis, like the bully in Pee Wee's. Big adventure. Oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> I don't know why these just Deep came cuts. to my head. Um, John Hench. Shoot, John Hench. I will say he. This was very Florida focused. I feel like he was more of an artist. No, like he did the artwork stuff. John Part Hench. of that, yeah, that was a big part of his contribution to what's being celebrated right now at Disney World. The grand opening of Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom. <laughs> um, he created the Cinderella Castle oh, itself. Yeah, and he cute. designed it. Very cute. So that's the challenge. You did good. That last one oh, wow. was pretty hard. That was the one that I was trying to go kind of deep because it's like a castle. Yeah, that one's that was hard. I was like, I know his name. I can't tell you a single thing he did, though. 
<laughs> That's one of those. I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. We're taking a turn. We're taking Uh-oh. a turn. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We are now suddenly on pirate ships flying through the air. We are on the Peter Pan attraction where there are some really cool imagineering work that makes some of the magic happen. So my question for you is what in the Peter Pan attraction was made out of a bicycle chain, black lights, and neon colored paint for a very specific visual effect on Peter Pan. Peter Pan's adventure. Is that what it's called? Only one piece of it. Yeah. There's a really cool, the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's close. There's a really cool thing that happens in the model of London. And it's made up of a bicycle chain, an actual bicycle chain with neon colored paint on it. And there's a black okay, light the streets, on it. The yeah, the traffic. The streets. So I didn't know they were bicycle going. chains, yep. I don't think. Yep. That's so cute. Did and they just like came up with dab that? like black light paint on the... <laughs> they totally did. They totally did. Brilliant. So I love it. cute. You use what I'm you have. I'm going to stare at that at next time, time I go right? on that. Use what you got. Um, okay, so I have one last question for you. Okay. Okay. So what does the Disney Plus TV series called Imagineering Story, what does it have in common with the new Disney's Enchantment Castle Show celebrating the 50th anniversary at Magic Kingdom Disney World? What does it have in common with it? They have an episode about all the castles. (laughs) Is that what you mean? Uh, There's something even more cool. That the Imagineering story has in common with Disney's Enchantment. I don't know. I'll give you a clue. Because when we were standing waiting for Enchantment on October 1 to start, um, we were kind of talking with the people next to us, you know, as you do, because you're standing there for an hour. And uh, we were all mostly, I think you and the, the wife, trying to figure out something about the show when it was starting. You're like, oh, this sounds familiar. What? This voice sounds familiar. Oh, yes. Uh, it was uh, Angela. Angela Bassett. Yep. Bassett. I almost said Angela uh, Davis. So like, she narrates a lot of the Disney Imagineering story and cute. Enchantment. Very cute. I like it. I did not catch on to that, though. <laughs> <laughs> that one was hard. And it's funny. I was like, I hear her voice all the time recently. Where was that? (laughs) Well, I hope the listeners had fun playing along. Some of those questions still got me again this time, even as the creator and then listening back again. So there we go. (laughs) Right. Uh, And some more shenanigans we have next is from episode 33. Do you remember episode 33? Mm, It might have something to do with a special Uh, exclusive experience in Disneyland. It did. We did a whole episode about Club 33, the history of it. And in typical Disneyholics fashion, we added some silliness in here of facts, fibs, and fantasies. So let's see if you all listeners can remember back to episode 33 and which of these storytelling facts are true or false. What? Yes. So what is Club 33, Mike? Well, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell our Disneyholics listeners all about Club 33, according to Mike TV. 
Okay, so I'm just going to go through some fun facts about Club 33, and then we're going to talk about some details of the club, plural clubs, and we'll even talk about that and where they are. Uh, but there's way too much to talk about, so I'm just going to stick to those things, some fun facts, and then we'll talk about all the different clubs. And I'm sure we'll have another episode all about it. And throughout this uh, storytelling session, I'm going to be fibbing every now and then. And I'll leave it up to you to pause me whenever you per want. Per the usual. Right? Per usual. I'm just going to call you out. <laughs> yeah. Fib. Wait, what is the thing from DuckTales? Fibbing, fibbing, fibbing. Fibbing, fibbing, fibbing. Yes, please. If anybody out there knows what I'm talking about, it's this harp. <laughs> and she says fibbing anytime the I think the nephews when they when they lie. Um, OK, anyway, so you're the one playing. So you tell me, do you just want me to keep going and you'll pause me whenever, even if it's something from a while back? Sure. I'll, yeah, let's I'll just keep way. going through it. OK. All right. But for the most part, these are all real, right? These are all real. I, I'm not lying. OK. Mm -hmm. So Club 33. Sure. Um <laughs> The reason why it's called Club 33 is because it's on 33 Royal Street in New Orleans Square at Disneyland, uh, which is also really cool because they really use those addresses in New Orleans Square. Blue Bayou next door is 31 Royal Street, so they both have an address. Um, is there any other reason that you know of about the number 33? That was all I could find. What I've heard, and I've never verified, but supposedly they needed to give it an address because they needed an alcohol license. Oh. Because they're going to have alcohol at Club 33. I, That's what I heard. Yeah, I can <laughs> I can go with that. And now, oh yeah, so they've been having alcohol even before the new yeah, Blue Bayou Yeah, Club 33 rules. is oh, always okay, I forgot about that. Um, all right, and I wonder if that's why they had to give it to number 31. Maybe they were going to do alcohol all the time. This Isn't whole that while. crazy to think about? I was right? As soon as you were saying that, I was like, oh, now they have an address already because of right? that. I'm like, well, it's gonna pop they up. always going to? Well, well it's <gasps> going to be like, no, I have no problem with it. Calm down. <laughs> it's more money. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we also have Disney Winery. Serve that wine. Um, okay. Whoops. And so I thought that was really cool. And then another cool thing about the address. So 33 Royal Street in New Orleans, Louisiana, in real life, um, is a restaurant called Felix's Oyster Bar. So that's a real thing. Imagine that's where you work or that's one of your favorite restaurants. And that's the same address. Pretty cool. Oh, that's very cute. Um, and then the club itself or the club, Club 33, original Disneyland, was modeled after these executive lounges that they had at the New York New York World's Fair where they would entertain the sponsors and the execs. I'm picturing like Mad Men type of guys. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Does that sound like I, what it looks like inside? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I have no idea what they look like in <laughs> in wherever, like the fancy <laughs> ones. I didn't go to those. So, But yeah, I mean, it's definitely like a fancy wine and dine type of restaurant. Like it's like bougie. You know, it has that bougie. In it. Bougie. Yeah. Um, so, like old school bougie, too. Right. Right. So, yeah. So uh, I think that was cool, like how it tied back to the New York World's Fair. It seems like almost everything at Disneyland does at some point. Um, and so mm -hmm. at Disneyland, the club replaced a second floor backstage storage area for Pirates of the Caribbean, which I thought was weird because what are they storing? What would they be storing, I guess? Hmm. Maybe like 
props, additional animatronics, additional costumes. Oh, I guess I'm trying so. to think of things that aren't too bulky or heavy, but animatronics are definitely both of those. So, and is the ride near that by the time you're like loading? I guess, like, I'm trying to think of the logistics of it. It might be like a side entrance to the show building, very close to the back oh, of Club 33. And they just like, truck oh, wait, over no, stuff. isn't the train right there? It's weird. Pirates is on the other side of the train tracks, right? I can't even remember. Oh, that's now. the drop. So maybe it's where yeah. the, oh, you're the right. station yep. is. Um, okay, so that's what it took over. So typically, typical Disneyland fashion, you got to make room to add something. It is how it, it is what it is. and so uh i think most people know this about club 33 is that walt disney used it to entertain people uh celebrities important guests corporate sponsors he loved his corporate sponsors um and so that was what it was known for before he died so after walt died that's when the paid membership option became a thing so i'm gonna call you out tell me because i'm pretty sure it wasn't open yet when walt was still alive wasn't open <laughs> i think he, <clears throat> their goal was to do that and then he died before um, i think right or am i thinking of something else it says that uh he did use it to do those things and then after he died but you know that's what i found <laughs> on the interweb so if anyone yeah, wants to <laughs> let us know what's going on they did talk a lot about though um some of the stuff that he wanted to put in there and he died before it before it was finished like more animatronics but i don't think it wasn't it was not open while that stuff was i don't know we'll find out we'll get mm, more info i think you're lying fibbing. so that one is not meant to but be a fib not. that's the it's a bonus oh. point you get a bonus <laughs> point because now we have to go and do some research no i can't now i can't tell if you're just fibbing or like <laughs> yeah. just like so so but for the most part I I think we could agree at this part well after he died is when they started offering memberships um, that you could pay and the pricing is all over the place uh, but we know it's expensive what do what was the latest you remember hearing about how much it cost to get a membership oh my gosh so the latest actual number I heard was $25,000 membership fee to get in like your like starting point and then it was $10,000 a year but this is literally so old like this information is from like the early 2000s and every time I hear people talking about how it's gotten so much more expensive nobody's ever used a number so I have no oh. idea what it costs like nowadays interesting and I don't even know if the one I heard before was true or not I just I have the I same number I found the same number online oh, okay $25,000 for your initiation and then you pay 10000 per year and referral only or by referral only. Oh, I didn't know that part. Ooh. Um, all right. So what does it what do you get for the cost of that, for that exorbitant cost <laughs> of membership? Um, so I found out. I found out what you actually get with it. So obviously you get access to Club 33, uh, but there's a lot more than that. So it includes annual passes for you. It includes single-day admissions, like a whole bunch of tickets, I guess, that you can ask for when you want them. Free counter-service food in the parks. A commemorative... What? Yeah. Fib. Which part? Do I get to call that part out now? The (laughs) counter-service? That was a fib. (laughs) You got it. Um, 
<laughs> All right, so I'll skip that part. So you got and you get annual passes, single day admissions tickets. Um, you don't get free counter service. Uh, this one's cool: a commemorative portrait of Walt and Lillian taken in Club Thirty Three, which then leads me to believe: was it open or were they just like hanging out in it while it was being built? I'm not sure. Yeah. I did look it up real quick, and it said June 15th, 1967, so it was like six months after. So it was definitely built, but you're right. It could have been like that was – I can't tell if that's when they changed it over to the more public version versus his. Right. But, so I don't know. Now I'm very confused. I always heard that like it was supposed to be that for him, and then he didn't live to see it. But And I think it um, could have been Same for a, pirates, right? So It could knows? have been a part of what ended up being Club 33. So there's something else I found called the Disney Room of the Red Wagon Inn at Central Plaza. Have you heard of this? <laughs> the Red Wagon Inn? Yeah, it's called the Disney Room of the Wet Red Wagon Inn. So where is Central Plaza? Is that Main Street? I don't even know what Central Plaza is either. Yeah, I don't know. So um, in order for me to explain this, I have to give you a... Um, because you missed a fib a long time ago. Back, back oh, about the, what was it? The second floor backstage storage area for Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, what the what the Club 33 did replace is what was called the Disney Room of the Wed Wagon Inn at Central Plaza. So I don't know. Maybe he entertained people in that and then... I have like yeah. never heard of the Red Wagon. Right? I so thought you bizarre. would. Okay. So that one. Central Plaza. I don't know what any of that stuff me. is. Maybe that. No, that not that area that they close off now called like the. Angels. Something of the angels. Yeah. I forget what it's called now. It's been so long since I've been allowed in there. Right. I'm not <laughs> court, so fancy. The Court of Angels. Is that it? Oh, yeah. I think so. I think that's um, it. All right. So we need to go find out more about that at some point. <laughs> um and so yeah you get all that oh and there's one more thing you get which is private vip tours and it seems like you get a certain amount per year similar to the tickets i thought that was cool oh, um, I didn't know still that either. still i don't know is it still worth ten thousand a year for that because i've never really thought about because the add-ons or the additions or those things club 33 members also do have to pay for their meals still so it's not like they get Every time they go to use their membership, they still have to pay like $150 for their food. Right, for their dinner. So it's like lunch. not a cheap thing whatsoever. But man, just to like, if I had the money, right, if I had a disposable income and I just needed a nice break, oh my God, I would love to be in Club 33. It's so relaxing in comparison to the rest of the park, right? It's like this breath of fresh air. So it might be worth it because of that if I had the money. Um, otherwise, of course, in my financial status, currently, currently there's no way in hell. <laughs> I, I cannot like drop twenty five and or ten thousand a year. Right, and <laughs> then can't. per year. So you save over the twenty five, and then still every year ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, plus um, all your meals. Plus the meals. So okay, so that's all. That's all the stuff you get as being a Club Thirty Three member. Um, and then there was a couple of things I wanted to point out that I thought were really nice touches. So within Club 33, there are special items all around. So one of them, it's an ornate walnut table with a white marble top. And it's actually from the movie Mary Poppins. It was actually in the movie. They filmed it. It's a prop. And now it sits at Club 33. Um, there's another thing. It's a harpsichord, which took me forever to figure out what that was. Is it like a piano? Oh Do my god, know? I've been obsessed with harpsichord since I was little. It looks like a piano, but it plays 
It's like you always hear it in like the Renaissance, like the little high pitched piano oh, that sounds more like strings instead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, okay. So there's a harpsichord. There's a harpsichord in Club Thirty Three, apparently, and it was rumored to be uh, custom built for Lillian Disney because she played the harpsichord and wanted to play it when she entertained guests. Real chic. I like that. It is very chic. Um, She's like, just make me a custom one because I want to entertain my guests. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, jeez. Wait, what did you have sidetrack at your house? Was that an air organ? That's a. They're called a pump organ because you oh. pump it to get the air to go through with your feet and then it like pumps the air out and you can press the keys. Yeah. Wow. I always thought that was <laughs> maybe a harpsichord. So I was wrong. Um, and then one other cool thing that they have is Herbie the Love Bug car seats. So this one I couldn't find many pictures of. So I'm assuming it just looks like leather seats or something. Fib. That one you think Please is a Please tell fib? me it's a fib. That's a fib. Yeah, it's a fib. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they have like VW Beetle, like, <laughs> but the seats. Car I would seats like in that seats. swanky place. That'd be pretty cool. Um, I can see that in the new like lounge they have, though. But not oh, yeah, in Club Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So again, there's so much more we could talk about when it comes to the original Club Thirty Three at Disneyland. So we're gonna pause there, and now we're gonna talk about all the other Club Thirty Threes that have opened. Um, over the last 10 years or so. So there's no more just one Club 33. You know, that's the original. Um, but now if you're going to other parks and you are a member, it seems like you have access to more things, which goes back to yeah. maybe that's when the price went up, but nobody's talking about it. Right. I mean, it's so much more access. There's like a Club 33, yeah. basically every park now. So there's so many. And it's not like a full experience. Like it's not a full dinner at all the places, but like that's really nice to even have that access. So I would, I would pay more for it. So yeah. if I would pay more for it, <laughs> learning about these I definitely other think ones, they'll charge more for it. It did change a little bit. I was like, all right, you're right. Yeah. And then the annual pass. I mean, all right. Okay. Right. So um, the other parks that have Club 33s are Tokyo Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, and then the four Walt Disney World Park. So I'm going to go through those and tell you a little bit about those special and unique Club 33s. So, the one in Tokyo, in Tokyo Disneyland, is on Center Street of World Bazaar, which I guess is the Main Street there. It's their version of Main Street. Um, and so that's where it's located. And all of the different Club 33s that we're going to go through are all named something, which I thought was cute. So this one's uh, Club 33 is called Duffy's Dining Room. And oh, of course. So cute, right? And then um, they did a huge campaign when this opened. And this is very, I could see this in Japan for sure. Anybody who had the last name Disney got access to Club 33. Only Tokyo, not the other parks, because it was only owned by that one. What? And they thought it would be a marketing, um, you know, dream and not actually make, uh, they wouldn't have to lose money because nobody has that last name in Japan. Very few people. And and ended up happening. It backfired, and people started changing their last names <laughs> legally. Oh my god! To get access, so they had to end the campaign early. You want to know something funny? I fake proposed to my friend before because his last name is Disney, and I'm like, "Can we just?" He had a girlfriend. I'm like, "Can I just borrow him to get married for like five minutes, just right yeah. off?" And then my last name's Disney, and then we're fine. And you're like, "I'm just gonna keep <laughs> uh, my ex-husband's last name." 
Yeah, right? And he was like not at all a Disney-holic. It was so upsetting. Oh, what a waste. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Yeah, he was like way off in the family. Anyway, carry on. So another thing that um, I want to read to you is an actual quote from a uh, journalist named Jack Spence from All Ears. I think most people have heard of that website. Um, and I'm just going to read you the quote. This is not a fib. I just thought it was really cool. This is just okay. his actual quote. So it said, at one point during my meal, I noticed that cast members had taken position at each window in the restaurant. So remember, we're talking about Club 33 on top of their version of Main Street in Tokyo. Okay. And then he says, a moment later, the background music stopped playing and the room went dark. At that very moment, the cast members quickly opened the sheer, corn, the sheer curtains to provide us with a view of the electrical parade below. Of oh course, the parade's music was piped into the room. And as soon as the parade ended, the curtains were closed and the lights came back up. Oh, that sounds so, so magical. Cool. <laughs> so like fancy and catered to. Yeah. Ugh. And just choreographed. I dream of that life right now. It's like you're in one of the animated films. Um, right. And so I went down the rabbit hole a little bit when I learned about that because I was like, wait, did they ship the electrical parade over there? Uh, but no, of course, because they have all the money over there and all the cool things. They built their own and it was just called Tokyo Disneyland oh Electrical Parade. Um, so I it never didn't knew have that. the word Main Street in it. It was just Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah. And it looks almost exactly the same. Like you could find pictures pretty much the same except that circle drum thing where it says the name it just says a different name ah yeah, yeah um, they wouldn't yes. call it main street because they don't so even call it main street <laughs> yeah world bizarre world bizarre um all right so we're gonna now travel over to shanghai disneyland the newest disney park in the world um and so a couple cool things about this one is there's a way to get access to this club 33 without being a member and so this is what? cool. This is like a loophole. And one day uh, we can have we to do, do this? it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. And it like combines everything we've talked about. So Adventures by Disney. Right. So that company uh -huh. that does these VIP tours for a lot of money. Um, if you do their Enchanted China tour, you stop at Shanghai Disneyland's Club 33 as part of it. And you eat there or whatever. I thought. Oh, so it's like an actual. It's not like a tour where they like look, make you, you like get to look at it. You actually get to like yeah, dine there yeah. and whatnot. Oh, how cool! Right? I thought that was cool. <sighs> okay, um, Adventures by Disney. Right? We'll be calling you. <laughs> right. Um, and then the other part of it, also that makes it unique because Shanghai is really big, is it's located in the castle. So it's the top two floors of what they call Enchanted Storybook Castle. So that's their. Wait, version what's of in the castle? castle? Uh, Club 33? Club 33 on the top two floors. Fib. Well, you remember you look inside. It's kind of like a <laughs> mall inside. <laughs> you already told me it was like halfway down the main street there. So you can't tell me it's also in the castle. Wait. Fib. No, I didn't. Not yet. This Fib. is Shanghai now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot we moved over to Shanghai. We're in Shanghai. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> Okay, but it was a fib either way. Yeah, I'm like, I'm still sticking with yeah, fibs. It's still a fib. <laughs> the storybook castle is actually, it's huge. Um, and there are things in there, but not not Club 33. Um, yeah, the fact that there's shopping in there feels very yeah. dirty. But I guess we have shopping in there too, right? Like we have two stores in the castle, even at Disneyland, where it's like teeny tiny. <laughs> yeah. From the pictures of the Shanghai one, it looks like a, 
like an inside of a mall or something. Yeah, like an indoor like shopping a, mall. Like a poly like, pocket when you open it and then there's like floors. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so that's Shanghai Disneyland. Um, it is really, so I, I said a fib that it's in the castle. It really is on their version of Main Street, which is called Mickey Avenue in Shanghai. All right, Cute. let's go back to the U.S. and go to Orlando. So there's four parks, four Club 33s here. Um, oh, yeah, uh, let's do Disney World first. So one is called... Um, Captain's Quarters, which I died because, you know, my dog Captain, and I think that's so cute, and his bedroom's called Captain Quarters when he had a bedroom. Anyways, long story. Um, So that's the one in Magic (laughs) Kingdom. It's called Captain's Quarters, and it's found near the entrance to Adventureland and the hub area, Um, which I'm surprised we never... I don't remember, like, looking at it or pointing at it ever. You know, I thought I was with you. Maybe I was with Jacob. I found it, like, by accident. It had, like, a doorbell. Oh. But it was like a regular door. It's, this is my memory, at least. It has like the little 33 logo and a doorbell that like the like round pearl color ones that light up <laughs> like very old school. That's wow. how I pictured in my head, at least. But I was like, what? There's a club. And that's actually how I found out that they even opened other Club 33s. I wasn't even aware of that yet. Wow. And I was like, yeah. why is there one in Disney World? What is going on? <laughs> and it kind of like they just like sprinkled them around over not that long a time. Yeah. Um, and so, okay, so that one is in Magic Kingdom. And one of the unique things is that's the only place you can get a pink Dole Whip. And it supposedly tastes like cotton candy, which I thought was cute. What? I almost want to go there just to try that and or Seriously, take a picture Seriously, that of it. sounds amazing. <laughs> Very Instagrammable. <laughs> um, okay, so there's an Epcot location. So at Epcot, um, do you know where it is? I'll give you a guess. Wait, can I call a fib on the cotton candy Dole Whip? Is that a fib? Yes. Yes, it's a fib. <laughs> but I really want that to be a real thing. I was just thinking, I'm like, I don't see how they could come up with a cotton candy flavor out of that con- like combination of things. So, And I was like, wait, this is Mike telling me this story. Fib! fib, fib. <laughs> All right, you got that one. Um, okay, so now we're going to go to Epcot. Um, do you know or and or remember where it's located there? I do not know where any of the other ones are okay. at. So the one in Epcot, what's unique about it is you and I have been there before. What, what, what? Yeah. Now do you know where it is? Think about it. I mean, the only two places special in Epcot we went to were like DVC lounges, right? Was it one two of the lounges. DVC lounges? One was a DVC lounge and one was a different type of lounge. Oh, was it like a credit, like Visa yeah, lounge like or something? Yeah, Chase Visa lounge. And <laughs> yeah. it was, it just felt like, like a conference center. It was inside uh, the American Adventure Pavilion. Um, right. And so the reason why it's no longer the Chase Visa Club is because it's now Club 33. So, Oh my yeah. gosh, how weird. And it was pretty spacious. So I guess I could see how that would work. Um, yeah. And over there they call, there's the Clarabelle Club. So that's their name of it. Oh. There which I thought was interesting. Hmm. Another unique thing um, about this Club 33, because they each have like something, this one has a cigar lounge that's enclosed in glass, which reminds me of the kinds like at airports, which they have, I think, for cigarette smokers. Can I fib that one too? But it goes with the American pavilion Fibbing, fibbing, fibbing. (laughs) (laughs) What if you like called it the Walt Lounge or something and it's all smoking? Stop, that's not funny. (laughs) Well... Truth, truth hurts. Um, okay, so which <laughs> what, which is the fib? 
the cigar lounge. Okay, yeah. So there was no cigar In all glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was no room. No room that I know of or found. I definitely made that up. <laughs> okay, so one more park left. Um, No, wait. We did Magic Kingdom. We did Epcot. Okay, so next is Animal Kingdom. Uh, Club 33's Animal Kingdom is called Harambe House. Which for some reason sounds familiar, or I think they just use that. I word know. I feel like lot. that's just a restaurant. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, and it's the only Club Thirty Three with a large outdoor dining area, which I thought, Ooh. oh, that makes sense. Animal Kingdom, um, and it's a cool. full plant-based menu, which also makes sense because they have paper straws. Wow, it would be awkward Fib. to eat the animal while you're watching it. <laughs> Wait, did you call Fib on something? <laughs> I called Fib because America ain't ready for an all plant-based menu. <laughs> Correct. That was a Fib. In a Disney park. <laughs> full plant-based menu. I'm sure they have a couple items, but it's not a full plant-based <laughs> menu. Um, all right. So. I'm excited how, how I'm seeing through you pretty well today. I usually yeah, yeah. do not do well with this. I usually get run good. over. Actually, somebody just today told me, I still love how Mike got you with that flip-flop. Oh my gosh, they remembered it? (laughs) I was like, dang it, he got me for like four years on that one. Anyway. I have to think about um, how to do it in our upcoming trip. I got to do something. No, don't mess with me. Mess with everybody else. (laughs) I'll help you. Um, Okay, so that was Animal Kingdom. So now all we have left, I think, is Hollywood Hollywood Studios. Studios. Yeah, so... What I don't know is if there is one there. So I actually couldn't find any information on it. And it seems like the most obvious one to have it. Right. So like I the was Brown confused. Derby would have an extra room or something. <laughs> yeah. So if, if anybody out there has information about Epcot, not Epcot, about Hollywood Studios Club 33, or if they even have one, we would love to know. Um, and that's not a fib. Wait, I did you couldn't find anything. Cover DCA? Up, oh, that's going to be last, DCA? but not least. Oh. Yeah. So All let's right. leave Orlando. We're going to head back to California, and we're going to go to Disney California Adventure. Um, so it sounds like you know what that is. What is it called over there? That one is called 1901, which is very cute. It's like classy. Sounds like an address, like a swanky place that just named itself after the address they didn't need anything else they're so swanky yeah yeah um well it did have more so it was called it's called 1901 lounge is it but maybe they just just as is guys sounds so much better even that still sounds real chic like yeah oh what is that 1901 lounge what is that yeah you know Password to get into the 1901 <laughs> lounge. Okay, so uh, tell me where it is. I think you know this one, too. You know what? I actually haven't truly seen the entrance yet, although I know it's connected to um, Carthay Circle. I just, like, don't know how to get in it. Like, not yeah, that I've tried, yeah. but... <laughs> um, we need to find that. I don't have information on the entrance of it at all. Um, but, yeah, it's part of Carthay Circle, 1901 Lounge at Carthay Circle at DCA. Um, and then something interesting about all of these um, Club 33s that were built after uh, the Disneyland one and after Walt died, they were based off um, – hold on, let me just find this. 
Um, yeah, each venue is uniquely themed to represent Lillian's collectible dollhouses and Walt Disney's what? Yeah, uh, train sets, which I guess, I guess, kind of makes sense. I mean, I've never really seen the other ones, so I've only seen the sal- like pictures of the salon at Disneyland and then nineteen oh one. I've only seen photos, never been in them. So like, yeah, I saw some pics of huh. a few of them around as I was researching, <clears throat> and they all did look pretty distinct from each other. Um, yeah. So yeah, so she had collectible dollhouses, and they built it themed on that. Um, and then the last but lo- not least description is of DCA's um, thing, where they said it was themed after or designed after a library and living room in the Disney household, the actual where they lived. So now I feel like that's something we can go into somehow. It's like, it seems closer, even though we can't, (laughs) but it's like at DCA. I want to go and see that so bad. Yeah, I do too. And if I'm correct, I I think that all D20 or D23 members, I wish (laughs) club 33 members, I think they have access to all of these, right? So they, can just like, I don't think you need to make reservations for all these separate ones. I think you can show up and if there's availability, wow. you can go in, um, which just sounds so nice. So um, I just roll in there and try to be confident. That's pretty ball. I, I would just go there to use the restroom if I if I was a member. Right? I'm like, I just want to like <laughs> sit down in here for five minutes. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's what I do at Carthay Lounge anyway. <laughs> it's right. It's like the same thing, chill. but next door. Right. <laughs> so... That's as much as I'm going to talk about, because, again, there's a lot for Club 33. But there's Club 33, according to Mike TV. And one last thing is that there's an actual email address. So if you want to ask any questions about Club 33 or if you're interested in membership, it's club33 at WaltDisneyWorld.com. That's simple, which I thought was interesting. You just email them. It is. I also find it's interesting that it's at Walt Disney ah, World. So did I. Disneyland. I was wondering if you were catch that. It's not a fib. <laughs> not a fib. Um, yeah, so anyone listening, email that. Ask them a bunch of questions. Keep them Ask them how toes. much it is and tell us. Yeah, please do. See if there's opening on the waiting list because supposedly it's like been frozen for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, do you know why it's called 1901? No, I actually don't. Walt Disney's birth year. Oh, oh, that's, that's a good cool. one. That makes yeah. sense. And then there's also, um, I don't think you mentioned it, but there's Salon Nouveau. Is that what it's called? At Club 33 in Disneyland. So it's like a lounge version of Club 33 that you can, it's like a bar version, I guess. That or was salon. like in, in our time when they built that, th- that tunnel bridge over yeah, yeah, like it's when they changed everything, they added that. Yeah. Yep. So, and that one's supposed to be really cute. They have like all these themed booths. Like it almost seems like a, oh. like a little like a kitschy in comparison to like the Club 33 that we know is like so fancy. This seems like more like fun and cute. Like there's a Haunted Mansion booth where they have like oh, that's cute. some portrait that does something on the, like I think the instruments play or something in the portrait. Like what the heck? I want to it go there. It feels probably like more Dreams. Disneyland. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah, it feels cute. I'm like, can we just have that normal, like a regular <laughs> yeah, restaurant? Just for everybody else. Um, Seriously. All right. So to wrap up Club 33, I'm going to tell you the fibs that you missed. 
Okay. Oh my gosh. There's all my sound effects because I'm shocked uh, that you didn't (laughs) get them all. Okay. So I had mentioned 33 Royal Street in real life is Felix's Oyster Bar, um, but it's not. There is no 33 Royal Street in New Orleans. Okay. But there is a Royal Street. And the thing that I could find that was like closest to 33, I think the lowest was like 121 was Felix's Oyster Bar. So shout out to them. Oh. I've never been there, but maybe it's one day. It's the closest to. I'll eat there, yeah. Um, so we talked about the Pirates backstage, which was false. Uh, so <laughs> Club 33 members do not get a commemorative portrait of Walt and Lillian. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a little weird. <laughs> yeah, I was Club like, 33. Okay. Okay, so I don't get that. Um, it seems like a D23 member gift. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I take it, I guess. A little spooky. Right. Um, the Tokyo Disneyland Club 33 is just called Tokyo Disneyland Club 33. They like to keep it oh. simple. It is not Duffy's Dining Room. what was the fake room. one? <laughs> what was it? Uh, Duffy's Dining Room. Oh, yeah. Room. I should have called you on that one. <laughs> I remember squinting really hard when you said that when I was like... I don't know if they would name a nice place after Duffy. It just doesn't match. But he's very popular over there. Right. I love that bear. (laughs) Um, And then there was no marketing campaign about the last name Disney getting you access. Oh. (laughs) You know what that one matched kind of? And I can't even remember if this was a fib or not. When you were telling me that they gave like, I think this is also Tokyo, where they gave like the first children born that year, like a forever pass or something. He almost spit out yeah. his water, you guys. Yeah, it was when we were talking about, I think, Hong Kong. <laughs> and it was like... Is that true or false? It was like the year of the something. And it was true. Oh, okay. It was like this... That's what it reminded me of. I was like, okay, maybe that's a right? thing. Like that elusive... It was like a gold pass, golden annual pass. Yeah, that's... It was the annual pass <laughs> conversation. That's right. Um, so, yeah, they didn't do that. Um, and the reason I made that up was because you were just telling me about watching Willy Wonka. And I thought... It made me think of it like something cool that would get you a special pass. <laughs> the access. golden ticket. Yeah. What if I you said that? That would be hilarious. Um, so they okay. made a million pieces of fudge, and the first one to find a golden <laughs> ticket shoved into the violet, fudge. Violet, you're turning violet. Um, violet okay, so Lillian's violet? collectible dollhouses were not a thing, and they did not. Oh, um, yeah. What? <laughs> Dang it. But they did theme the different houses or the different Club 33s after. Walt and Lillian's Adventures Around the World, which is actually oh, that's very much cute. cuter. Yeah. And mine's me of Up yeah. a little bit. I was like real creeped out by the dollhouse part. But you said <laughs> yeah. dollhouses and the trains. I was like, okay, Walt was really into trains. I could see that. But I don't see how they're right. There's like no in any of these places. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. There was a, a, a handful more fibs here. So at Epcot in the American Adventure Pavilion, Club 33, is called the Constellation Club. I had referred to it as the Clarabelle Club. Oh, yeah, that was another weird one. <laughs> Dang it, I just need to open my mouth. Yeah, you would like pause. I'm like, why would they name it after Clarabelle the Cow and Epcot? <laughs> <laughs> right? And then I went right into Cigar Lounge. So I think you got caught up in the Cigar Lounge. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Animal Kingdom. Uh, we talked about it does not have a full plant-based menu, but it doesn't have a large outdoor dining area either. Oh, darn. Right? That would be cool. I, I don't mean, see why it would. Why not it like I have access anyway, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. it reminded me of that Nomad Lounge where we spent hours on the sofa eating yes. appetizers. One of oh, my favorite vacation memories ever. And it was like raining. Oh, so nice. We could just pretend that's our Club 33. Yeah, let's just make that our Club 33. 
We can welcome mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. next door like neighbors that are sitting by us. Like, welcome to our version of or Club Thirty Three according to Mike TV. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? Then we hand them a Disney Holic sticker and be like, hey, listen to our podcast. <laughs> well, there is the Disney Holics versions of our history of Club Thirty Three. Do you think one day we will be Club Thirty Three members? You know, I can't say that I will be, (laughs) but I can't say that you won't be. So it just seems so out of reach. Like all I hear about is that there's lists and you have to be on a list and then. you. Yeah, I don't even know if it's open for a list anymore. It goes on and off of the waiting list even being available. If anyone's listening out there and you can sponsor us. Yeah, like right. We'd like to be a Disneyholics. We'd like to have a dinner, the Disney Holics Club 33 dinner. Can we piggyback on someone at the top of the <laughs> yeah, list? Right. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, let's see. What do we have left? I think I have one more for us. Uh, so this one, oh, this is a really fun one. So this is from episode 20. This was a game in which we invited our friend Morgan to the show. And we were talking all about Disney characters, specifically anthropomorphic characters. Do you remember this episode? I love this one. This is a good one. There's a lot of fun (laughs) questions here. And then, of course, you get to hear our friend Morgan. Let's see how you all did on this quiz. All right. So we're going to play a fun game. And this game is going to be unique because... Listeners who are listening to the podcast right now can actually play along. So here's how it's going to work. Um, y'all are going to take turns. So I'm going to call on Morgan. I'm going to call on Jen. And then you have to wait until the timer counts down. And then you can give your answer. So while the timer is counting, that means the listener can figure out the answer on their own and see if they can answer the same thing and or beat you because you may not get the answer correct. So you guys want to give this a shot? Yeah. So like so listeners... <laughs> Go ahead and in your car, in your house, if you're cleaning. Lots of people like to listen to podcasts when they're cleaning their dishes, while they're driving. Just scream it out. Like your yes. answer, whatever it is, scream it out. Doesn't matter if you have headphones in. Let everybody know what you think this answer is. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. So let's see. So Jen, let's start with you. Okay. okay the question is. What is the term used for animals with human characteristics? All right, time's up. Jen, what's your answer? Oh, I totally know this, and I don't know this right now. Because it has, it's, is it anamorphic or something like that? Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's, oh, it? it's anthropomorphic. 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 Yeah. Close yeah. enough. You knew what I meant. <laughs> Close enough. Oh, man. Um, okay, so with that, that's actually going to be <laughs> the theme of the game show. So, um, Jen, one more question for you, and then we're going to go to Morgan. Uh, okay. So, in the movie Robin Hood, what type of <laughs> I animal? It would go to Robin. <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic anthropomorphic Disney movie, right? Um, yes. What type of animal is Friar Tuck? All right, time's up. Jen, do you have an answer? This is really weird because I absolutely know Friar Tuck and I can picture him, but I actually don't have a clue, but I'm going to guess, is he a mole? 
very close. Like um, a huge mole. <laughs> it's 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 in that spe- in that family. Morgan, do you want to give that a shot? Uh, oh man, I don't think I know either. Is it what's in the species of a mole? I want to say a rat, but I'm sure it's not a rat. <laughs> <laughs> very close. A beaver. So the answer is a badger. Oh, so Tech is on, a badger. That's the same thing. Uh, so I, I hope some of our listeners got that right, but that was a hard one. Um, all right. So next question, Morgan. This one's for you. Um, so in the movie, <laughs> in the movie Zootopia, there's a character named Mr. Big, and he's sort of a Godfather type. Um, he's the most infamous and feared crime boss in Tundra Town. What animal is Mr. Big? What type of animal is Mr. Big? All right, time's up. Morgan, do you have an answer? Okay, he also looked like a rat, but was he a, a possum? Some sort of? Very close. And I got to say, that's what I thought it was until I put this game together. <laughs> um, uh, but he's not a possum. Um, Jen, do you want to give a try? I thought he was a rat. Ah. So the answer totally is, and hopefully some of our listeners got this right, he's a shrew. He's what? a shrew. I don't know what a shrew, shrew. <laughs> <laughs> And more specifically, an Arctic shrew. Um, wow. Yeah. Is that what is like a shrew? The... It looks like him. <laughs> is that like a Shakespeare book, like The Taming of the Shrew? Is that where that Yeah. Comes so I, I actually think so. I think they used it as um, like an insult to people in the oh, old days. Interesting. Like, you dirty rat. You're a shrew. <laughs> I'm just so making all so... of that up. <laughs> Did you make up the Arctic shrew part? No, too? that part is that part's it. Okay. And I wasn't going going to make you say that part, but neither of you even got shrew, so it's all right. No. Um, but Tundra Town is where he lives, and so they live in that like wintry place. So, so Hanson Arctic shrew. Um, got it. All right. So, Morgan, next question's for you. This is related to Disneyland or Disney World. It's about Splash Mountain. So on Splash Mountain, there's a scene toward the end where you see two vultures overhead. Do you know the name of those two vultures? These are hard ones. I know. I think, did I make them too hard? Maybe some of our listeners are getting it. Some are not, but they're probably learning something. So it's all good. Uh, Morgan, do you know the name of these vultures? Uh, I do not, but I'm just going to say their names are Joe and Larry. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to call them that from now on, um, but that is not their names. Um, <laughs> Jan, do you want to give this one a guess? I literally have no idea. I just feel, I feel like they rhyme. So their names, half point if they rhyme. there's alliteration, but not rhyming. So they're called okay. the Boot Hill Boys. And they're actually, um, what are those called? Funeral coroners, coroners, uh, Oh, I don't think I knew yeah, that either. It's pretty dark. And I think this part, I think, you know, right? They came from another ride. I Erica think. Sings. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So those are the Boot Hill oh, Boys. Weird. Next time you get on the ride, when you go under them, you'll remember that. The Boot Hill Boys. Um, <laughs> all Joe, right, and so. <laughs> Joe and Larry. Joe and Larry. Yes, Joe and Larry. Joe and Larry Boot Hill. There you yep. go. Um, all right. So Jen. Okay. In the movie Lion King. What type of animal is Rafiki? All right, time's up. What kind of animal is Rafiki? He's a baboon. 
That is incorrect. No. <laughs> That's another one that I thought it was before I put this game show together. Um, <laughs> Morgan, do you want to give this one a shot? Uh, I feel like the other name, I don't know why I know this. Is it a mandrill? Yes, that's it. Really? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I got the one one answer correct on this. I'm done. Mic drop. (laughs) I don't know why I know that. I think I've been to the San Diego Zoo a few times or something. (laughs) It's got to be. Yeah, Um, that's a good one. Yeah, that one was hard. Good job because I didn't know what that was until I looked it up. Um, All right. So next, let's see. Who am I going to give this next one to? Jen, I'll give this one to you. Um, Because I know you're a huge fan of the attraction. So the Country Bears, um, they sing in a particular venue, uh, both at Disneyland when they used to perform there and now at Disney World where they have a residency. But what is the name of the venue in which the Country Bears perform? All right, time's up. What is the name of the venue where the Country Bears perform? This is a great question, and I really wish I had an answer, but I don't. So I'm going to say the Country Bear Saloon. <laughs> no, that's a that's a nice guess. Um, <laughs> and I just am shook that I'm getting you with some of these questions. Um, <laughs> all of these questions, Mike, yeah. all of these. <laughs> uh, Morgan, do you want to give this one a try? You know, they just perform in the grand venue of Magic Kingdom Park. That's what my answer is. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, you had to be more specific with your question there. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair, because technically that's correct. So the name of the venue is Grizzly Hall. Mm. Grizzly Hall. Okay. Which I thought was pretty cute. That rings bells, but I'm also now thinking of Grizzly Peak, so I don't know what is ringing, what bell it's ringing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is funny, because at DCA, they come out around there, right? Near Grizzly Peak. Yeah. And they hang out, even though they don't have an attraction anymore at Disneyland. Oh, um, I know. I love. I was so excited the first time I saw them. I was like, "What?" But it was over at uh, Big Thunder Ranch, I think, is where I first saw oh, them. Oh, cool! But I was like, "Oh my god, they're out! This is so cool!" All right. So speaking of DCA, Morgan, this next question is going to you. So the Little Mermaid attraction. Um, there's one at Disney World, and there's one at DCA. So think about being on the attraction and going through on your Omni Mover seashell. And you go through the under the sea scene. What is Sebastian holding in that scene? All right, time's up. So what is Sebastian Sebastian holding in the under the sea scene? You know what's so funny is that I got stuck in this very spot on the ride last year. <laughs> like, I think I was staring at Sebastian, and I can't tell you for the life of me. I want to say it's either the fork or, like, a little drumstick. But I'm going to go with fork. Do you mean a dingle hopper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Um, all right. Can you be a little bit more specific with what you meant by drumstick? I feel like it's, like... Something they use on top of a clam shells to make music. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going in the right direction, but it's okay. The tide, the tide shifted you somewhere else. Um, yep. Jen, do you want to give this a try? I think I know, and that the thing you just said makes me think it's even more correct. But I don't know the official name of it, so I'm probably still not going to get this answer correct. But whatever they use to orchestrate with. Yes, that is, is that it. Right? It's called a conductor called? stick. And also referred oh. to as a baton 
also referred to as a maestro stick. So there's different versions. I'm so mad that it's literally just called conductor stick because I could have guessed that. But See, I, I think I was track. on the right track. I just like I knew he was holding something like narrow. You can tell yeah. your memory. Knew yeah, it. your memory is yeah. like totally. here. I feel like you pictured him holding some sort of stick-like I, thing. I seriously think that's exactly where I got stuck on that ride for like solid 20 minutes. And like, I love the song. But I mean, when you hear it for that long in one spot. Yeah. And it's funny, I, that scene in the actual movie always stuck with me. It was in the beginning before the sisters performed. And then he hits the stick. He's <clears throat> He clears his throat and he hits the stick. And then it gets oh, yeah. quiet. And then we are the daughters of Triton. Okay, enough of my singing. <laughs> um, all right, so who's the bigger Mary Poppins fan out of the two of you? I'm not a huge Mary Poppins fan, so maybe Morgan? Mm, probably not me either. Yeah, I think I've only seen all right, it a handful so of times. Let's do this one a little bit differently. So we'll give the listeners a chance to answer, and then when the time's up, whoever would like to answer can go ahead and jump in. Fair. All right, so this question is about Mary Poppins, the original film. And in that film, there's a famous scene with penguins who are actually also waiters. So what song was playing in the scene where the penguin waiters were? Okay, I think I know. Oh. (laughs) It's okay. The (laughs) clock is out of order. Giving it some more time there. Uh, but hopefully listeners had a chance to shout out the answer if they know it. Um, would you yeah. like to give it a try? I'm going to try. I think it's Jolly Holiday. That is correct. Yeah. Also something I really miss from Disneyland. It's just sitting there. Yes. Jolly oh, my Holiday. gosh. That grilled cheese and tomato soup. Stop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry now. And the Matterhorn cookie. Oh, my God. So good. And I can imagine like I'm imagining standing there waiting after I got the food um, and then, the, like, the lady staring at me, but I'm just waiting to get a cup of water, like ice water. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the chaos Accurate. of people walking through you. <laughs> it's these little things. It's these little things. Um, all right. So this one will do the same. So whoever would like to answer, um, just shout out, and then we'll call on you. So right. we're going to go. We're going to stick to an anim- stick to Disney films, this time an animated film, Lady and the Tramp. So in Lady and the Tramp, there's a beaver, and he has like this <laughs> that people know, his little teeth. So in Lady and the Tramp, there's a beaver, and he does something to help Lady and the Tramp continue with their journey. What does the beaver do for Lady and the Tramp? How does he help them? All right. Anyone know the answer? I have a guess. All right, oh, Morgan. Uh, does he? Oh, I'm gonna be so upset if this is wrong. Did he like chew down a tree at some point? Or was it's that when close. He, was like... <laughs> he chewed off something with his little teeth. <laughs> oh, I think. I, does he chew through like a fence so they can sneak out or something like that? No, but we're all having like that Mandela effect, right? Where you swear <laughs> yeah. that's what he's doing in the, <laughs> in the movie. I'm watching the movie in my head right now that I'm creating, but. <laughs> um, so I think her name is Aunt Sarah. The aunt, the mean aunt, um, puts a muzzle on Lady oh. and yes. Tramp takes her to the park to take it off. And they first go to an alligator who almost bites her head off. Um, so they are like, no, that's not going to work. Then they find the beaver 
who chews off the muzzle for her. And after he chews off the muzzle, he uses it to um, carry his logs <laughs> and to build a dam. So he was only helping them because he was going to get something out of it, which I thought <laughs> was funny. Yeah, so that's what that he did. Um, all right, so sticking to animated films, let's go to Wonderland. So we're with Alice in Wonderland, and she meets the, the caterpillar. Um, and the caterpillar is known for smoking his hookah. Um, he's also known for blowing smoke vowels, A-E-I-O-U. But executively, how tall is the caterpillar? Executively, how tall is the caterpillar? Why Why would anybody know this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Morgan, you and I are going to have to work together on this one. Yeah, I really don't know. I feel like he's large. I'm going to guess, so he was definitely bigger than Alice, and Alice is young, right? So she's probably like four foot tall, four feet tall. Like, is he in like the six foot range? Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, I would guess, let's guess six foot, six inches. Wow, you're giving him a lot of (laughs) credit there. So he's three inches tall. Um, Oh, oh, wow. And Alice was pretty small at the time. (laughs) Oh, and the reason why it might be memorable, hilarious. yeah, she's shrunken down and she like pisses him <laughs> off because he says he's tall and she says, well, that's a wretched height. And then he gets mad and he like sits up and stretches and he's like, I am three inches tall. I am exactly three inches tall. And so that's how tall Aww. Mr. Caterpillar is. <laughs> that's hilarious right. that I oh just gosh. went on how tall Alice is because she's a little girl versus He's a caterpillar. Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what am I even thinking? And you're even making her pretty tall, right? You were saying five foot something. So a, four feet. Oh, four feet. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. normal for a, it's a giant caterpillar. A How old is she supposed yeah. to be? Like eight? Um, eight? <laughs> um, my guess is 12. Morgan, do you have a guess? I'm going to look this up on Google while mm. we're waiting. Yeah, I she was younger. Like the 10 ish range. Okay, hmm. 8, 10, and 12. Let's see who wins. 8, 10, and 12. And listeners, you get a shot at this too. <laughs> Bonus question. Bonus question. Alice is seven years old when she goes down the rabbit hole. Boom. Boom. So six and eight, and then Morgan win. Yeah. Oh, no, I said, I, I said that's eight, much younger right? than so I, I thought she was. Uh, okay, so we have one last question related to anthropomorphic Disney characters. Um, so we're going to go to the Hundred Acre Wood, and we're going to find Winnie the Pooh, and we're going to go knock on his door. And when we get to Winnie the Pooh's home, we find out there's actually a resident that lived in that home before Winnie the Pooh. And you know this because there's a name over Winnie the Pooh's door. What is the name written over Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> What is the name written over Winnie the Pooh's door? All right. Does anybody have a guess? Nope. I'm going to guess Mr. Owl. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was Mr. Something, but I don't think it would be Mr. Owl. I feel like it's like not a character we know. That's that's correct. Um, So... (laughs) You're pretty good at getting a general correctness. So I, I, can't t- say I you're tee wrong, it up right? for you. 
Um, so it says Mr. Sanders with a Z. Um, and nobody actually knows who that is. And I did all the Googling to find out. And even the, uh, the original author meant to have it mysterious. So you're supposed to assume that somebody else lived in that tree at some point that you just don't know who it is. Um, but his name is Mr. Sanders. Huh. And I actually remember when I was a kid and I used to watch, I think it was called The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, like Saturday morning cartoons. And mm -hmm. I always wondered what that was. I was very confused about it. Like, I was like, wait, is that Winnie the Pooh's huh. last name? Yo, did he just like move into this guy's house? Like, what is he even doing? You think <laughs> yeah. this is going to be like the Winnie the Pooh prequel series? <laughs> it's about Mr. Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ooh. Sanders. The Many Adventures of Mr. Stan or Mr. Sanders. Oh, and you know Disney will totally <laughs> do that. Disney Plus, let's do this. I need the royalties <laughs> oh for that. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. Morgan gets credit for that. Yeah. Um, yes. So to wrap up the trivia of anthropomorphic characters, I'd like to ask each of you, um, what who or what is your favorite Disney anthropomorphic character? So remember, that's any type of animal with human characteristics, and they typically talk in the movies. I mean, that's like any Disney character almost. <laughs> Or like, I guess not. There's lots of human characters. Uh, I I am very basic, and I really really love Robin Hood. I'm I'm in that pack of people that had a crush on Robin Hood at some point in my life. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's cute. I How are you, Morgan. Yeah, I love. Does this even count? Because it's a collar that makes him talk. Do you know where I'm going with this? Oh, uh, from Doug. <laughs> I love Doug the dog. He's my favorite. Uh, but oh. it may or may not be because I really want a golden retriever. But I, th I think that counts because he talks somehow. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Um, if I were to pick, mine would be pretty new also, similar to Up, which is weird that it's too new. But I'm going to pick Nick Wilde from Zootopia I just think he's like handsome <laughs> he's like the new right? the new school Robin Hood yeah and I I want to <laughs> yeah. say Jason Bateman is the voice and he's handsome yeah. and he's a director and actor um yeah so I'm gonna go with Nick Wilde and if there's any furries out there I'm sure <laughs> you're on the same page I'm not a furry but I could see Nick Wilde being a fan a furry yes. fan favorite right totally yeah you even had mentioned on that episode there that how Morgan is a sort of a recent Disney holic from a Disneyland perspective, and that all these other questions that were going to get thrown at her would probably be hard. And she played along and had so much fun. What did you think? <laughs> Total good sport. Yeah, I, I thought this. I mean, anytime anthropomorphic is brought up as a like casual topic, and then when it's turned into a game, it's even more fun. So uh, thanks, Morgan, for hanging tight in the <laughs> difficult question round. But uh, I think you did great, and I want to do more games with you. So can we please yes. bring her back on? Morgan, holler at us. More Morgan, more games, and more Patreon stuff. So we're going to be doing a Patreon takeover early in the year, so stay tuned for that. We'd also love some game ideas. So if you have any game ideas, send those in right away. With that said, whew, what a year. What a look back at some of the fun times. Happy 2022 to you, Jen. We're almost there. Oh my gosh. I I'm just I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm year. excited for 2022 nonetheless. More Disney. Can we have more Disney? I think you and I are going soon. So 
That's good. Yes, I do think there's a, there's a, a bunch of stuff that's ready for 2022. As if, if nothing goes wrong, right? Crossing our fingers. Right. We yeah. have Disneyland. We have the D23 Expo is coming up next year. My gosh. Um, so exciting. So exciting. Yeah, lots of good things to look forward to. I think I already have about six trips planned at least for Disney parks for 2022. Of course, pending but <laughs> they are in my mind and I'm getting excited about them. So lots of things to look forward to. And I hope the rest of you are having a lovely new year as well. And uh, I hope you're all also looking forward to a lot more of the Disney Holic show because we are here to stay and we will see you all in 2022. So with that said, thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed episode 65 of the Disney Holic show. If you want to get in touch with us, send us a message on Instagram, DM us, or email us at fanmail at thedisneyholics.com. And don't forget, follow us on social media at the Disneyholics, And we will see you guys there. Happy 2022! Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest Laughing back and forth at what the other had to say Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time Ooda lolly, ooda lolly, golly, what a day Never ever thinking there was danger in the water They just drank it, they just guzzled it down Oh, never dreaming that a scheming sheriff and his posse was watching them and gathering around Oh, Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest Hopping fences, dodging trees and trying to get away Contemplating nothing but escaping, finally making it Ooda lolly, ooda lolly, golly, what a day Ooda lolly, ooda lolly, golly, what a day Man, I really want to go to Disneyland.